Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm. We're back. We didn't really want to do a show while there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. We used to do that a lot, and man, go back and watch some of those old shows, and they are tough watches, trust me. But we've got a few shows underway. There's a few things happening now. You know, we got we got a live letter, we got some patch notes coming, we got a patch coming, we got fan fest coming, we got speculation coming, we got content coming, we got lore coming. So we got some shows for a while. They're good. So we got things that won't waste your time. But anyway, for that, we're going to do a nice OG show with that. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Happy. And of course, for an OG show, we have just the OG hosts themselves. So we got Sly here. We've ripped him away from Monster Hunter Rise for just long enough to do a show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like a couple of hours. Just a couple of hours. A couple of hours. It was it was a tough con- it was tough convincing him to do it. But you know what? We 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 got yeah. him. We we managed it. Yeah. yeah. It didn't stop him from being, you know, 7 8 minutes late to to setting up for this because picked one of the longest hunts in hey, the game hey, to do right hey, in, no 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 i didn't injure that hunt. Andrew was like okay one hunt before i stay of the realm I'm like okay Andrew, fine like i'm not gonna turn down a free narwa so yeah yeah fine that's fine that's fine yeah um I, I forgot last time we did the show that obs had kind of completely broken and i had to reset everything up from scratch so there's still a bunch of things missing the patreon names are missing the chat's missing on the right hand side and on the outro screen pretty much everything except our names is missing um, oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what happened. I remember when I reinstalled OBS not too long ago. I had to do it then, but then it like I think it crashed last time we did the show before we did the show, and it undid mm-hmm. everything again, again because none of our scenes were set up. Literally, everything was a black screen. So days without incident, big fat zero. That's okay. It's okay because we still have an exciting show. So. Um, before we get started, sponsor, I almost forgot, it's been so long, I was like, okay, we can start. Uh, thank you to Steel Series for sponsoring this show, and thank you to Surfshark as well for sponsoring this show. If you're in the Twitch chat, if you type exclamation mark VPN, I've been sponsored personally by Surfshark for several months now, and they sponsor the occasional podcast as well. Uh, I use them as a security VPN, so when I'm just casually browsing, or actually, I had an interesting use for it the other, the other week. So the Octopath mobile game, which there is a mobile game in Japan, started uh, releasing their OST uh, for the mobile game, but it only is available on Amazon JP. So I tried to go there with my Amazon NA account, and they said, no, that's not allowed. So I needed a VPN. To, oh, I didn't need a VPN for that. I bought that, and then I ended up deciding to download the mobile game. I needed a VPN to download the mobile game, because they only let you download it if you're in Japan. So... I had a unique, a unique use for Surfshark in the last uh, couple of weeks to download Champions of the Continent. So you can do things like that. You could also do the same with like Netflix, like change your region and get different things. And since Netflix is always deleting shit, you probably need to do that at some point or another in order to get something that's been taken off the NA one. We deal with that frequently enough. Or you just like Miyazaki films more, which are all on the Japanese one. And that's a good enough reason as it is. So thank you to Surfshark. Thank you to Steel Series, both of our sponsors, and thank you to our Patreon sponsors. I'm sorry your names won't be in the top right scrolling. Maybe I can add it in post if because luckily Sony Vegas isn't broken, and uh, hopefully that'll be the case. We'll give you a longer shout out later in the show. All right, Sly, how do we show? We got news. How, how do we show, Sly? Um, how do we show? How do we show? Uh, uh, uh show the trailer. 
Yeah, that's pretty good. So do so do nothing and let something that's already happened show. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. I like that plan. That plan is good. Uh, yeah. So before we can talk about anything from the live letter, we want to start our show the same way they started theirs with our final pre-expansion trailer. Because, you know, we, to be fair, we shouldn't be getting another trailer next month when FanFest comes around. We should be. I'd like to imagine that we get the finished trailer at that point. Um, now, before I click over to that, OBS has been really finicky. I'm desperately afraid it's going to break. If it does, there'll be a cut here, <laughs> and I will edit in the trailer in post. If it doesn't, we're good. So, fingers crossed. Okay, looking good so far, because all of all, I think it was Photoshop's fault. Okay, okay, we're good. We're good. We're connected. Everything's fine. All right. So, with that all slide, right. I think we can spend the next two minutes and 45 seconds watching this trailer, and then geeking out over it. Mm -hmm. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, let's get started. adversary moves against us in unprecedented numbers, compelling us to answer in kind. The outlook, in short, is bleak. Yet though our foes are many, and we but few, we may still tip the balance in Eorzea's favor. Given the enemy's capabilities, we will all need to play our part if we are to have any chance of success. For if any here should give less than their best, it will be to the cost of every living being on this star. You've got a pretty narrow view of what it means to be a hero, do you know that? You think they're all forged in the fires of battle? That it's all about being brave and killing villains? suffering. Fucking Ralga's name happened here. The battlefield's littered with would-be heroes. At this rate, you lot will be next. Sly, just say it. 
I've everyone ever since the trailer aired, there's been one She's thing. She's free. Yep, there's been one thing. She's everyone. free. Yep, there you go. That's it. The day of reckoning has come. It sure has. Our girl, our girl is free. That was my number one takeaway from the whole thing. I was, even I was like, that's it. That's all I needed to see. That was, that's the winning moment right there. Woo. Yep. That's, that's mm. a hell of a trailer to kick off. That, uh, what else? Daddy for Dola's back. Daddy she for daddy. Dola. She, she mommy? She's daddy. She's also she daddy. daddy. So, so for, for episodes. She's got, she's got daddy energy. She's, she's got, got daddy, daddy energy. energy. That's true. That's true. I can I can see that. She's got she's got out. See, Estinian's been gone too long, and Fordola hasn't been around enough. So everyone's got daddy energy around Alphano. Everyone. Right. Right. <laughs> <Alphano> <laughs> brings out your inner daddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, everyone's. I mean, for Dole, like to be fair, Fordola's been busy, like out. Out of the spotlight, too. Yeah. I've known that from her, her stories or her story. I don't think we've had any more. Um, well, the level 80 summoner quest from... mentions the, it brings her brings her into the, the light again a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but we've been wanting her to come back for a while. So that's it's there's yes. a lot of things coming full circle here. Okay. So other other than free Tiamat. I'm sure that I, every everyone knew that's where you're going to go immediately with it, but where 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 do we where do we stand on this trailer? What's what's our number one moment that isn't Tiamat? Tiamat that isn't Tiamat. Um, new uh, new Bajja, uh, seeing new area, seeing the the ship in, in Bajja, uh, which we'll talk about in a little while. Um, lunar primals. Yeah, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. That's that's Lunar definitely a big one. Lunar Ravana. I didn't think they were gonna like draw on Ravana. Like I like we knew. I kind of knew that Lunar uh, Ifrit was gonna be a thing. We, yeah. we kind of all guessed that. Um, but yeah, Lunar Ravana. Oof. Ooh, that's gonna be interesting I mean, in dungeon form. So it's not gonna be like primal ish. But we we'll get to talk about that wish. in a little bit. Yeah, kind of. I was kind of wishing that. Like that would kind of be a thing, and maybe uh, in Walker, uh, still but, could yeah, be. We're getting it now. Still could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that was the big big thing for me um, was definitely the the lunar primals. Um, although I got to admit, seeing uh, seeing diamond weapon kick a missile out of the air was uh, a close number two when it came to that because that was that was some oh, anime. Don't shit. get me started that's, on that shit. That's oh, some anime. My God. This is that this in all of Warlet was made for you. It was. It was made for anyone who's into I mean, like it, giant mechs and gunpla or anything along those lines. Yeah, like like everybody who was working on Sorrow Whirlit just religiously watches Gundam. You could tell. <laughs> you could tell. And and even when we when, when they went to when we get to the part about uh Diamond Weapon and the intro they showed that like when I saw what G Warrior was you you weren't you you weren't there you weren't in in my stream but I was just lo- like laughing so fucking hard because I knew exactly what they were drawing from, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But um in, in a little while. But um, what else? What else is there besides? Oh, there's a lot. That's a that's a very packed two minutes and forty five seconds. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, that's my. That was me. I was like, oh. <laughs> motion, so, so what motion else, um, for motion. 
what else uh, caught your interest, Adam? Oh, man. Um, having So for me, a, a big thing was having true Kuhalan back. Um, we got the abomination that was the Voidark Kuhalan. And uh, Ethis has a whole huge theory about that. Um, Ethis, by the way, uh, was too short notice for this show, so he will be on next week's show, and he'll probably divulge some thoughts about that while we're going over the patch notes. So uh, get, expect to get his take on a lot of this stuff next week. But, you know, he, he we, we often drew comparisons to how very likely that Kuhulan is was sort of the Final Fantasy twelve one, just like an abomination, like born in a lot in the same way as... as uh, the tactics version would be, but we have the tactics version this time around. This are the, I guess the, yeah, the Ivalice version of Kahlan this time around. The model, of course, looking most like the uh, the Zodiac Age version from Final Fantasy XII. Yeah. And so uh, it's it's all sorts of of exciting for me. It's kind of the same with the Dramlek in uh, in Castrum, where it's just good to see. Good. I mean, I've I've enjoyed throughout the entire Ivalice series whenever we get a peek at how they're using. The different, uh, the different espers. So I, I get a lot of enjoyment out of seeing that fat blob jump around. It's got a lot of big energy on Kahlan, <laughs> let me tell you. So that was, that was for me another big moment. Although that's, that's to, yeah. to be fair, every two seconds in that trailer is a, is a good moment for me. So. Oh man! But I think we we need to compose. We'll, we'll probably have to refer back to the trailer quite frequently because the trailer could be the whole show because. Mm-hmm. Essentially, the live letter is going to cover all the stuff that's in the trailer, so we have to dive back into it anyway. But Sly, being the responsible one, did indeed put together patch, uh, not patch notes, that's next week, show notes for this show, being the responsible one of the two. And, and again, uh, of course we have to thank, uh, Muna and Aluna Minori on the, uh, FFXIV Reddit Discord, because without them, we wouldn't have these notes and or any kind of translation so thanks to them on the uh 14 uh reddit discord always it's Before great into- and special shout out to aluna who was dropping uh gundam factoids for yep i knew you were gonna get to that he was dropping like <laughs> okay so this is based on this gundam model and then this mm-hmm. is based on this gundam model so you know you, you haven't seen the note yet for that have you no i did i did yeah uh, okay yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that was that was a good moment right there, especially for people like me because I don't, you know, I'm not like I like giant mechs, but I, I always associate them more directly with the Armored Core series more so than anything else. I was never like a super big like Gundam guy or anything like that. So, still waiting on another Armored Core game, one day from software. Just finish Elden Ring and then bring mm. me Armored Core, uh, just Armored Souls. I will never stop asking for Armored Souls. Every Armored Core game was a Souls game, as far as I'm concerned. Those games could get rough, okay. Yep. All right. So the beginning starts always with a recap. Um, and this is where I, I kind of want to sidetrack only to say this was the most focused and appreciative live letter we've had in a while where it was every moment was, okay, I'm, I, I can understand and pay attention to this. No project manager guy, cool segment, but man was, was five in the morning, not the right time for it for me. Okay. I don't know about you. I was doing fine. I was well. We noticed. We we noticed. (laughs) Trust me. After all those hours, we we noticed that you were fine, and I have video proof of it. So yeah, but this this was nice and straight to the point. The recap was was pretty straightforward too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh. So, really, 
the first real thing they kind of got into job adjustments. Yeah, they just threw that out the way. They're like, listen, just, you know, they're still getting some potencies here. Yeah. Warrior and Dragoon. Which is funny, because I said, no, so here's the thing, Sly, I don't, I don't want to make fun of it this time. Um, when they said they were going to make small adjustments, there were only a couple of jobs that really came to mind, and two of the ones I mentioned were Warrior and Dragoon. That was really it, because Dragoon is, is fine right now, but it is the lowest RDPS performing job of the melees in most fights. So it was the only one that made any sense. Especially when they said in like an interview that a me- that there was a melee job that was probably going to get a couple of number buffs beforehand. So mm-hmm. that's fair enough. The numbers support this. Okay, the, 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 it's I can back this up. Same with Warrior. They're both of them are fine, but you know it's a little bit of fun before the next expansion. You know? That's all. It's all gonna we're all gonna lose all these numbers anyway in a few months. You know it's gonna drop back down yeah. to you know something way way less. So enjoy them while you can. Yeah, they did say. They did say that they, the staff are working on uh, 6.0 changes currently, so, yeah, like, all the shit that we have right now, it's it's going to be known void in, in a matter of months. Uh, in terms of in terms of the adjustments, like, no nerfs. No nerfs. It would be really, uh, really shitty to be like, so the new expansion comes out, so we're going to make you worse until then. Right. <laughs> And even then, even then with the adjustments, it's like a one or two percent change. So it's yeah. not that big. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised Bard wasn't mentioned on there. Chat's bringing that up since it's not on the screen. I'll convey it to those of you in the YouTube and the, in the audio format. Uh, Bard was a surprise to not see a direct mention. And I was just on Mog Talk on Saturday talking about how, man, do I want Bard to get something. And to, th- to think that not even in 5.5, they're like, nah, not even here. Let's. That's fine. We won't make you feel any better before the end of the expansion. You can keep crying. And they're and they're well deserved tears. It's not crying like, oh my job. It's like <laughs> why do they hate me? I just want you to love me, Yoshi P. Like you love Black Mage. Why can't you love me too? Yeah. One day. No, I don't I don't think so anymore. <laughs> One day. None day. None day at all. They just don't. They just don't want to do it. The love. One day there will be the poster child of an expansion. Dude, think about this. Archer was the poster job for for the base game. Not even part. <laughs> right. They were like, wait, wait, wait. We need to make you a warrior. You can't stay an archer. That's it. We, the jobs weren't even out yet. We we can't we can't have this. They're like, but just throw just throw a bard as one of your companions. We'll give you that at the very least. Oh, don't worry, bard. Your day will. Not ever come, especially if machinists get to Gundam of their own. Oh my god! <laughs> they even they even delayed your your uh, your performance instrument in five point five. <laughs> get no buffs, get no instrument. They hate you. That's all. Sorry to say, it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, and then other than that, that they threw out of the way immediately. But they they did the usual recap alongside it. You know, new main scenario. They're gonna have, there's gonna be a dungeon, yeah. Pagalthon, and man, I don't know about you, but in the trailer with Pagalthon, I was trying to decipher what belonged where because a lot of that is not in Pagalthon. You haven't learned. You haven't learned at this point to not do that. I I have learned, but. I, that doesn't mean I still won't do it. 
we can try to piece together so much shit from the trailer, and it's just, it, it's classic misdirection, and they're really good at it. So, See, but I'm not playing this by what I think is misdirection. I'm playing it by what we what we see and where we see it. So Pagalthon, mm-hmm. and more specifically Zolmak, which is the capital of Pagalthon, um, is kind of the centerpiece that we see at the start. And mm-hmm. we know from the website that one of the bosses is a coral of some kind. It's like it looks like Floros or like the 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 turn 10 boss from back in coil the one that did the wild charges mm-hmm. so that's there's only three bosses normally in a dungeon we, you know the closest we've had since then i think was pharaoh Sirius had that stupid third boss that died in like half a second that's like the fourth boss the last fourth boss we got but then we see lunar ifrit lunar bahamut lunar ravana lunar ravana. odin yeah and lunar odin mm-hmm. um so that's four bosses and I noticed that some of them are not in Pagalthon. They're in Cartano. There's a few scenes in the trailer that are in Cartano. Did you notice the transition scene? Which one? The dragons. The dragons? You mean... Oh, when yeah. Riding- yeah, so there's one where you're fighting alongside Tiamat. There's one where you're riding on a wyvern and Tiamat's in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, and so what I'm thinking is that somehow somebody in, in Pagalthon will transition... Yeah, see, that's, I'm, I'm thinking that that is the, the transition to the final boss. Because you, they're flying over the nomadic tribes of, you can see, like, nomadic settlements of the Amalja around the outskirts yeah. of Pagalthon. Because they are, they make sure to, to, to remind people that the Amalja are normally nomadic. It's largely the ones that we've encountered right outside of, of Ulda, the ones that are worshipping Ifrit and the ones that are, I guess, counter to them. They've largely settled in that area. But most Amalja tribes are still nomadic, and they move around Pagalthon constantly. They don't they don't stay in one place except yeah. for visiting the capital. So there's uh, definitely flying over Pagalthon. So I think Lunar Bahamut is part of the dungeon. I think he's the final boss of the dungeon. Um, but there's other things where it looks like they're going to use the role-playing feature in an interesting way. Because um, it looks like you're playing as Graha in one of them. The way they angle it. Again, that's very likely a red herring. But with all those bosses, a lot of them have to be part of like a solo instance where you maybe play as the different, uh, as the different scions. A, a few different ones based on the way that they, uh, position the trailer to look. So, uh, that's, that was the big thing for me in, in picking out what belonged in Packlethon and what didn't. Cause a lot of that's probably 5.5 part two. Agreed. So. I can agree with that. That was, Pagalthon ended up becoming my biggest fascination, like, of what the hell in, in the trailer, as opposed to, like, I'm excited. I was like, what the fuck is even, Cartno, Pagalthon, like, alright, I'll figure, I'll try to figure it out. Okay. But we usually draw so much from a, a dungeon only to be kind of, like, after the fact let down. I mean, from a lore standpoint, we can draw a lot from this. Yeah. But from an actual fun factor standpoint, it looks great. They always do, and we always say this before patches. We always say, like, they these dungeons, it looks good, I can't wait. And then we do it, and we're like, eh. It's a dungeon. We eventually go, it's a dungeon, you know? It's a dungeon. Yeah, we come to that realization so late every time. Yeah, but there's the dungeons this expansion have been great set pieces overall. They have. They have. So there's been the excitement of that first time through, for me at least, has been higher 
than it normally is. Obviously, I stopped caring immediately after, but it's it's still extrapolating it all beforehand and, and after the patch comes out. It's going to be a, a big thing. So that's that's why I'm so fascinated about what they showed and where it belongs, especially seeing Cartano. Last time we were in Cartano, we were on we were digging out Omega. So actually, the last time we were trying to figure out how to shut him off, and he attacked our friends. That's besides the point. And I want to know where Nero is. When I don't see Nero in a trailer, I know Nero is in a trailer. All right, they I know they like to show him, but I also know they like to keep him tucked away. So I need my boy. All right. He's been tucked away for how long? He was in the last patch. I refuse to believe he's tucked away any more than, than he was. He was in the last patch. So. My boy's got to come home. Fordola, Fordola came home. Nero's got to come home. I can't, I can't go through Endwalker without Nero. I can't do it. He'll be in Endwalker. He'll be there. Until I see him. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I just, I gotta see him. Okay. See him with my own eyes. Alright. That's it. Alright. That's all there is. Alright, uh, so then they moved forward. Now, this was another interesting one. When they moved on to the next slide to talk about Diamond Weapon, um, they gave us a little preview of what the Japanese name for the trial is. And it is in comparison to the previous one. So, in 5.2 and 5.4, it was the Ruby and, and Emerald, uh, destruction operation. So we were attempting to destroy them. This one's called the Diamond Weapon Capture Operation. Capture. Which uh, is... Sid, listen, you've become a bit of a mad scientist. I don't know how much more technology you should be allowed to get your hands on. I think as soon as as soon as soon he learned that he made a time machine, I think he really, really wanted it. It's like when Bulma finds out she makes a time machine in Dragon Ball, and she's just like, well, I have to do it now. I'm going to go crazy trying to figure it out. He's doing that. He's become... He wants the tech. I'm telling you. He wants the tech. He got real excited making one Gundam, and now he wants to make an army of Gundams. I'm telling you. I kinda... I kinda have an idea why... It's a capture mission. I do too, but I want to hear yours first. Because what's her name is in, in the diamond weapon, and if we let it if we let it overdrive, oh, I think we don't have a choice in that matter. <laughs> but I think okay, I think seeing with the name capture mission, I think we figure out a way to save someone from Oversoul. I'd have to imagine we do. Yeah, the story's been kind of fucked up up to this point, mm-hmm. and I have a feeling that doesn't necessarily end here. But I, I, it's gotta live. Come on now. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> Just can we shove Valens <laughs> in there, and then I'll kill it. Just shove him in there. We don't have to. We don't have to save him. That's fine. But what I think, I think you're right because so. The way the 5.4 Warlet ended, it sounded like she was going to basically sneak away and try to steal the diamond weapon. I think that's her Mm -hmm. doing it and realizing she can't manually pilot it. I think that's what ends up happening. And then Valens now basically. Yeah, she looks, she looks, she looks like in in the little split second that we see her, she looks kind of frazzled, like she's kind of like pulling, pulling levers and shit, trying to make shit work. Yeah. I think either either Oversoul does not work, or Oversoul does something besides what we've seen. 
Well, we know that... So Emerald Weapon was supposed to have a perfected version of Oversoul, but we know that Xenos' Oversoul has been giving them a bit of trouble as well. Um, and to be frank, when we see Diamond Weapon supposedly Oversoul in the trailer, uh, it doesn't quite... It looks a lot more like Ruby Weapon's Oversoul than it does Emerald's. Emerald's is very controlled. He just kind of, you know, he turns gold and, like, Gaia shows up. Like, it was real, yeah. it was real, like, simple and, and mostly just about the ether kind of changing the landscape around them like Ruby Weapon does. Um, mm-hmm. but this, this looked a lot. And I can't help but notice that when Diamond Weapon oversoles and he pops his shoulders off, he looks like Xenos. He's got, like, the, the, the tight, like, black top with the, the ultra thick, like, ass with the, with the skirt. You know, he's got that, he's got that Xeno juice. All right, he's got that Xenos juice, all right? That juicy, juicy Xenos rear on that diamond weapon, all right? The, the Xenos drip? Yeah, he's got that got that Xenos drip. I think that, that it literally looks like it's becoming thick-ass Xenos. God. I don't know why they gave this man in his original outfit that rump, but they did. And everyone knows it. <laughs> Sly's like, I don't... I don't... Why? You're like... Sly's like, you know I have... I didn't to, sign up for this. We have... Well, that's that's certainly incorrect. <laughs> that's that's certainly incorrect. Yeah, he's got that cake because he doesn't stand up enough. He's too busy sitting down. Why? I know that life. I know that life. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. at, the end of the day, at the end of the day, I think we're saving uh, Ali. I'd like to believe we are, but it also looks like in the trailer, like I, I don't. Gaius looks like he's squaring off with Valens and Worland. I can't imagine who else he'd, he'd go try hard mode right. for, unless right. unless one of his 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 one remaining child that is not eaten by a weapon is uh, really pushing him on the ground level. Because it's not what's his face who wants to kill him. He's not going to fight back against him. So, uh, and I'd like to believe Gaius hasn't completely flipped the script and gone like rogue on us, like, like he, like he and, was afraid then, he was going to. And then the one, the one person we forgot about, since Allie's in there, what's Alphonse going to do? Alphonse is probably still locked away. I, I can't help but feel like he never intended to use Alphonse for diamond weapon and he always intended, like he, I think, mm-hmm. I feel like Valens maybe knew Allie was, was gonna attempt something really stupid. And that's why he made sure he could control it manually. It wasn't just so Alphonse. Yeah. But Alphonse now knows that if she tries to take it, he's like, oh, shit. Like, he has all the information to know what to do, what not to do. And she doesn't. She doesn't know anything. So, I, I can't help but feel like... Uh, I just want Valens dead. And I want him dead spectacularly. And I want Gaius to do it. I want to do it, but I want Gaius to do it. And I'm hoping that scene is that coming to fruition. One can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And then we move into Save the Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, it's hard to unpack what we, what we see in, in Save the Queen there. Because it's a lot of... So, so we now know what Zadnor is. First and foremost, um, Zadnor is a region in, it is a region in Bojitz, not the airship itself. It's a series of plateaus on the border of Dalmasca, unoccupied Dalmasca. 
And uh, that's where the fourth is staking their final claim, essentially. Now, again, the first thing about Zadnor, uh, as opposed to the the Southern Front, this is definitely a lot more colorful. Much more. Like I, I'm, I'm not going to... While I wasn't really bored in Bajja, it's just the, re, like, the redundancy of, you know, a bleak, war-torn, excuse me, landscape. Not digging the World War II aesthetic, basically. Yeah, it kind of wears itself out. It wears out its welcome. Whereas this, you know what, I'm not going to mind, you know, in, like, endlessly grinding for ten resistance levels. Um, oh, more than yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not going to mind. Yeah, 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 they did say that. Um, so yeah, uh, Zadnor looks good. Um, you have to do the 5.4 MSQ and the save, the 5.45, 5.4 5, and 5.45 save the queen story, uh, to enter the field. Yeah. Um, and like you said, there is progression after level 25. Yeah, I can't help but have my Final Fantasy XI senses firing off when I see that. What are you thinking? So what it, exactly? So there's there's two possibilities in my mind. The first is one that more people might recognize, and that of Paragon levels in Diablo, where you can continue to gain a full rank's worth of EXP, and whenever you do, now it'll actually feed into your stats. Uh, resistance rank up to this point has not affected stats. It probably still won't up to 25. Uh, so that's one possibility that for every rank you gain after you get a flat amount of stats up to a certain amount. Uh, the other possibility is that, oh my God, why is my phone exploding? Um, <laughs> I just looked over and I'm like, what the heck? All right. Um, sorry. Now I, I'll, I'll check that in, in a moment because I, that Uber distracted me. Uh, the other option is that you will still technically kind of a similar system, but you'll get to choose how those, how the, each level increases your stats. It's called merits in Final Fantasy XI, where after you hit max level, you continue to earn experience and then you put points into things to make them more powerful. Um, it's one, I can't help but feel like it's one of those two systems. And he said that if you do decide to progress past 25, that, uh, you'll see some crazy numbers, some crazy damage. One last hurrah before everything gets stat squished. Here you go. Millions of damage, it's, it would appear, because you can already do some crazy, crazy damage. Oh, okay, I see what this is. I'm getting... My phone just brought... It, I don't know why. My phone just... Everything in the last five hours just popped up on it at once. That's all it was. Thought it was something important. No, of course it's not. <sighs> and that... Uh, listen, I'm okay with that, but that's scary. Anything that's why is it scary? Because it's final. Because I think Final Fantasy XI, and that's scary. But you've been a fan of like crazy off the wall being able to 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 be a Goku type shit. Yeah, for the longest time. That's the the thing is that's big. There's a bit of a difference in eleven. It was pretty much expected, no matter what, that you participated mm-hmm. in this system. You were pretty much worthless without. <laughs> In this, it does seem like something you'll do after you're done if you want to. That's, I guess, the one saving right. grace. So, uh, but I, anytime I have to draw a comparison to Final Fantasy XI, I desperately fear for the execution. And I feel like that's not an unreasonable mm. outlook based on your It's not. It's not. But at the same time, 
and I've said this before, stop trying to be fucking 11. I don't think they're trying. That's that's why I kind of want to keep the Paragon level comparison in my back pocket. It's just every time you rank up up to a certain number, you just get more stats, and that's it. Like, it's just really basic. Um, because Paragon levels, you do get to pick, like, some... Like, you get to pick, like, cooldown reduction or something, but... And mm-hmm. still, generally, it is just more levels after you're done leveling. So... So, I, uh, I'm, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, honestly, yeah. wait, what? No, go ahead. Go I was ahead. just gonna say that Zadnor looks a little ether charged for something that is so far away from Eorzea. Cause, uh, that place is full of crystals. Aspected crystals at that. Wind aspected, it almost seems like, based on some of the floating structures and rocks that are just kind of uh, moving around a little bit. Where are you going this? Lore standpoint or gameplay? Well, I think that, so we, we see in the trailer, they actually still have Save the Queen, you know. We, so, yeah. the, the big thing here is that they were looking for a source to basically draw from it infinitely. That was what was deep inside of Delubrum, was it was a, Essentially, a, a, an energy an ether source so massive that the, that the transformation could be maintained. Um, and we're seeing Zadnor looks like it has large masses of similar crystals, and that they still have this towed away. So I'm wondering if it's that's the end game here is that they are once again trying to essentially draw in an infinite source of ether to power that for their conquest. That's all I was trying to draw upon, because I'm just, I, I listen, I just want the patch. And I know this won't even come till the end of May, so I'm just, I'm really trying to just really absorb it all, Sly. But to kind of go back a little bit, I guess. Okay. You got your wish. What did I get? So, remember when we were talking about uh, the Lubrum Savage and how you wished that they would allow you to go in with less? Yeah. A24. Yep. You got your wish. So, I don't know that I got it all the way. <sighs> Here we go. What? So, in the in an interview earlier this week with Famitsu, they mentioned that they would be doing this, that they let you go in with less than 48. And I said, okay, good. But they also said that, well, because you have less than 48 people, it's going to be harder. Which implies that it doesn't dynamic, it won't isn't scale. That, but isn't, it, isn't that in your case, don't threaten you with a good time? Well, no, I mean, with the progression ranked, with the post rank 25 system, I assume we'll shit on it regardless. Like, if you actually do get the, like, the power-ups from post 25. He also said there's going to be new actions that are going to make it. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So you easier. don't think it's going, you don't think, um, they're going to, um, they're going to scale it? You don't think they're going to scale it? So from what I understand right now, if you go... So you need 48 people to go in. But from what I understand, if somebody leaves before you've engaged a boss, apparently they do lose health. That's what I've been told, but I have not tested that myself. So I'm not sure the validity of that. So if that's the case, that's not that bad. But that doesn't change everything entirely. Slimes and Golems is still... is I can't imagine doing that with 12 people on each side. Or doing it and keeping my fucking brain in check. Because... That sounds like a terrible experience <laughs> to do that. It I w- really does. I'd almost rather send six tanks and four healers to the golem side and have each of yeah, them solo gonna... a golem. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, put one side top-heavy and probably make that the slide Yeah, side. definitely make the slide yeah, side top-heavy, yeah. Because the golem side is just too goddamn easy. Like, you, you wouldn't need you, you wouldn't need 12. I'd say maybe. I say 10. You need six eight. tanks and four healers, and you're done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Arguably, you don't even need six tanks, but the golems do start to hit kind of hard. So I said probably... eight at the bare minimum. Bare minimum eight. Yeah, I'm afraid of the golems that spawn in the hallway is, is the big thing. Um, but I think a healer could probably yeah, just hold those. I, I, they don't hit very hard. A healer could realistically hold each of them. So, right. That's uh, that's quite honestly. Send two healers. One healer can handle three people. That's fine. That'd be, yeah. Right. But either way, doing it. I mean, you can do it with more. You can do it with twenty six, twenty nine, you know, thirty three. But the fact that they said that it will be harder if you bring less people tells me that it will not scale. At least not that well. Like, it won't downscale. Okay. Put it like this. After, after that, after Golems and Slimes, after Ravana, Unreal, how many, how many bosses slash, you know, trash, trash bosses do you think are numbers dependent? The third boss is really the big one. Um, but the thing is, it's about the number of mechanics that are in there more so than the actual boss Mm -hmm. number checks. So big thing is on the second boss, for example, you need six reflects and, uh, well, yeah, yeah, no, you need six reflects, you need a couple of dispellers, you need spell forge and spell. There's a lot of, maybe with the increased holster size, I'm overthinking it because we will have a minimum 100 spaces in the holster because we're getting 10 Mm -hmm. more ranks and I believe it's two weight per, uh, Per rank, so it should go from eighty to one hundred with the quest done. But uh-huh. it's it's trying to take their words at face value and not really understanding the context of them because there's a lot lost in translation when going from Japanese to English, especially when we're reading not officially sanctioned uh, translations. Because a lot of times they'll like fix certain things that are lost in that when, versus a literal one to one. This is what was said. So I'm I'm I have to imagine it scales to some degree, but the fact that they're saying that is is a question mark for me. I just think if you do any of this post twenty five progression ranking, though, you're going to demolish. Like it's not even going to be fair how you mow over. But the question is, will they allow? Will they allow you to do this? Like at that rank, or will yeah? He recommended that you do it. But for Delubrum Savage, like, it's like, yeah, you know, if you haven't beaten Delubrum Savage yet, this should make it easier. So. Oh, well, fuck. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. That, I think it'll help. I think all overall, those changes are going to help more people get through it. I know there's still a fear of getting enough people together because of the 48 requirement and of actually winning. Um, just because of some of the stricter checks, especially it's very, very front-loaded until... Trinity Avowed, and then Trinity Avowed becomes its own issue of performance with the hot-cold mechanic. So, that's not, again, it won't save people from doing hot-cold wrong. It won't save people from doing chess wrong. <laughs> but it'll oh get them boy. there. And it'll get them in there. Yeah. And give them a chance. Yeah. And for the longevity of it, it needed this. Because Baldessian lives because it doesn't need the full roster. This would have died if it needed the, if they never changed this. So the fact they're adjusting it quickly is something I appreciate, and I do plan on going back in there. I, I want some more. I want some more augmented pieces. Come on, I'm gonna have it. You're gonna have it. 
There you go. I need some more diable di- judge pieces in haste. I need legs for my monk. I need that pure 1.55 GCD meme speed. All right. You can't take this from me. I will have it. Um, now, on a more interesting note with Bojda, is that obviously we're going to have the next resistance weapon quest line. And they're going to be repeating something they did with the previous step in regards to a certain approach they're taking to it. So in, in the current step, you have the loads of memories, then you have the Heavensward Stormblood stuff, the Fates or the 24 Mans, and then you have Delubramore Palace. That middle step is a one-time completion. They're going to have another one-time completion step here, where you only need to do it on the first relic, and then there's a, a one only a single step that actually needs to be repeated to make another weapon. Kind of like the Loathsome and Delubrum. So I, I kind of like this idea going forward with Relics, with making the first one more of a of a trek and making the repeat ones just about how many times you're willing to farm or grind. Yeah, I'm a fan of it. Um, I'm definitely a fan of, like, just, hey, just do this, and then everything else is, you know, dealer's choice, like, whatever you want to do. Um, sidebar. Quick, quick sidebar because I'm I'm asking this for for a friend. That's yeah, I mean. yeah, for sure. a friend. Okay, it's fucking now, man. Um, oh, it's why... actually for a friend and not you. I thought that was a joke. Yeah, it's actually for Mal. It's okay. actually for Mal. All right. Do you think why haven't we gotten to the point where we can? we can keep relics throughout expansions and just keep it going from expansion to expansion. It's kind of like an heirloom. Why haven't we, why have we never gotten to that point? I think because they really don't want to mess with the lore that comes with that. Um, there's, so there's, mm-hmm. I'd imagine there's a couple of reasons. Um, I remember there was a stigma with the animal weapon. People who did have Zodiac weapons were grateful to skip that first step. People without them suffered. Mm-hmm. And while I don't necessarily think that's a bad way of doing it, I know it wasn't received in the best of lights for the people who did not have these super grinding. Not to mention that you probably spent, you know, over, you know, three digits of hours to get the original weapon to skip something that likely would take you, you know, 15 to 20. So, um, there wasn't an equivalent exchange there. But between that and I really think they want to separate the lore of each of them, um, and also, if they keep upgrading it, the expectation that perhaps it'll keep getting a visual change. I guess it depends on what you mean. Do you mean, do you want them to continue the, the A Realm Reborn into Heaven's Word, where you can use it to get a jump start that's on the what next I, that's one? That's what he was saying. Okay. That's what he was saying. Well, yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, I think that's a lore. That's largely a lore concern. It also, it's so while it may look to us like, it's just letting us skip the first step of a new one. Somebody who just started playing who's doing that new one, it probably doesn't feel great for them to know that because they're just starting it now, they have this entire step. And I know that, again, equivalent exchange, they're technically saving time by just doing this first step when they do it as opposed to doing the entire previous weapon. But I'd imagine that that doesn't have a great, I guess, return on player enjoyment for anyone except the people who have, have been playing for all those times. So... There's a few reasons why I'd imagine they can't do that. I'm okay with it either way, especially because of the difficulty of these relics or lack thereof. Like, what would you have skipped this step? Yeah. What, what would you have ridden into this with? The first weapon was from a solo instance or a thousand tomes. It's like, that means you would have had to have skipped all of the southern front to really come up with that 
that close to equivalent exchange. And that means also skipping, like you would have skipped two entire steps to even come to that. I think it made more sense back then when they were way grindier than they are now. And I think it makes a lot mm-hmm. less sense now when they're pretty easy to approach. Yeah. So that's my, that's my take on it personally. I'd be okay with it either way. I don't give a shit. I'd do them anyway. It's content. Fuck do I care? Do, it, do whatever they can do whatever they want. What am I gonna? I'm gonna. Oh, oh no! I get to skip the next step because I do them every expansion. I'm not maybe the target demographic for who they would be trying to please with that. Because then I'd have to do it again for a second weapon anyway. Because I'm only skipping one theoretically. That's that wasn't true with the with the animal weapon where I did indeed skip two of the atmos steps and I just never had to do it. So. Bit of a, that's a bit of a different one. I got Glam. Yeah. The true end game. Everyone says it's the true end game. Why do I need it to upgrade an item? Yeah. yeah, people people go for it uh, regardless of time. You could be like at the end of a of a uh, expansion cycle, and people are still going for relic. And I'm sitting here like, why? And they're like, Glam. I like it. it's pretty. I'm like, eh, it's okay. I got my gun gun, so I'm pleased. Yeah. I have the machinist gun gun. So <laughs> I'm I'm an ocean fisher now until the end of the expansion. So Yes, you are. Almost at a million points. Very close. Oh boy. At, Only two mil to go, right? Yeah, that's the Memora Mora minion yeah. at one million. <sighs> that I want that thing dead. I really do. I really, really do. Uh, well, moving on to the next thing, crafting and gathering. Uh, there's yeah, going to be some challenging recipes for crafters. More challenging experts. They even mm-hmm. said in an interview, if you're not fully melded, like, don't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> it's and up. after that, you get your, your, your shiny main hand tool. Um, I'm going to take a stab and say that you don't have anywhere near a shiny tool. Phrasing. Shiny what? Tool, main hand. What? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I mean, I haven't done. I started the relic. I just never got back to it. I mean, you have time. Like, there's hell of time. So there's always sure. time, Sly. It's about how there's I choose to use time. it. Yeah. And right now, I choose Outriders um, and Monster Hunter Rise over Shiny Crafter Tool. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, in regards to Ishgar, there are going to be celebrations in honor of the uh, restoration, the complete, the completed restoration. And there are going to be, in between these celebrations, there are going to be fets. Feet. I'm, I'm like, calling them I'm feet. Sorry. For the joke. I know it's not how it's pronounced, but they're feet. Okay? Either fates or you know what, feet. Fuck no, it. I know it's wrong. Oh, I'm not saying it's right. I know it's wrong, but I want to no. call them feet. Right. That way I can show up to Ishgard for my for my my bi hourly feet. Yeah. I mean they're fates. Yeah. They're it's I'm pretty sure it's pronounced fates. fates, it's just a different language. It's fancy. You do fates and then you celebrate and then you do fates again. 
Yeah, so the big thing with this is, so there's because there's no uh, restoration period, there's no competitive leaderboard, he even jokes, you know, see an Ishgard, haha, as in rebuilding, I mean, in a Garlemald, haha, as if we're going to be rebuilding Garlemald, which we did toy with the idea of when we did the, uh, the, the FanFest show, we were toying with that idea live. Um, but he does say that these feet will, will be competitive was interesting. Competitive fucking feet. And that, yeah, and that your, um, last I checked that was called soccer. But anyway, um, so they, but he did say that based on how you place, you'll get basically like a box that opens to like a random reward. It can even have fireworks in it. Everyone's favorite. Uh, which I'm going to dump and... Now, he, they don't say you compete with other players, but they call it competitive. So I can't help but feel like they're basically like micro... Uh, what are, what were they called for, for the restoration? The 10-day uh, time frames? Uh, what, 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 what were they called? The, the ten, Chat, help me out. It's been a long day. I've been up since 2.30 in the morning and the coffee's not working. Please, give me the word. Give me the word. The 10 days. Well, the, you know, the restoration period, what they'd call it. No, not bird. That's not the word. <laughs> not sky, but no, not concerned. No, that's what they called it, but like, it's a, it's a what period? It's like a, it's, I guess a ranking period is, is one way to put it. But that's not, still yeah. not the word. There's a, there's a better, there's a better word for it. And everyone's just saying bird now, so. Uh, bird or feet. Yeah, bird or feet, yeah, leaderboard. No, no, it's, uh, we'll think of it. You guys will know exactly what I'm saying when, when we, when yeah. we. Albatross is oddly, I think, the closest to the word I'm thinking of. Somehow. Somehow I think that's, that's, that's the word. It's on the tip of my tongue. I think it begins with an A. Uh, assessment period, that's closer, but that's still not the word I was looking for. Regardless. Basically, comp competitive, micro-competitive events is how it reads to me, with some unique rewards. Although they didn't show us any of them, as far as I know. I don't, I couldn't identify a single reward that I was confident came from Ishgard. Uh, maybe... The antelope? <laughs> but maybe the antelope that they had? The deer? Whatever it was? That's all I can think of, Sly. I want to say it's ranking. I want to say it's just That's not the word I was thinking of, Sly. Something closer uh, to assessment. Accumulation? Accumulation? Uh, Accumulation's not bad. I don't think that's it either, though. Uh, it's not a very fancy word that I'm thinking of, but some, somebody will get it. Yeah. Somebody will figure it out. Somebody. Um, but there will, there, there will be stuff. So essentially, crafters and gatherers... No, appraisal I like because they do actually use that word in there, though. But that's uh, that's that's still not it. Uh, yeah. Regardless, I'm going to move on from that point because I will I I will be stuck on it the entire time. Entire show. Yeah. yeah. Unless I can unless I can grab the word, I I will I will get stuck on it. So moving on. Uh, yeah. So if you like crafting, gathering, you'll have something to do. They said these will be extremely hard expert recipes. So. I don't, I haven't done a single expert recipe, so I wouldn't know. Remember, I I paid someone for all of the hand-ins for my leave quests this expansion. So I have done 
Absolute evaluation period. It wasn't it didn't begin with an A. Evaluation period was it. That's the one. Say I told you it wasn't a fancy word. Evaluation period. That is that's that's what I was looking for. Didn't begin with an A, it just began with a vowel. Alright, now we now we can officially move on from it. Now we can move on. Yes. Here we go. No, I did not say evaluation. Ugh. Okay. So enjoy Ishgard, you crafters. I won't. <laughs> that's it. And gatherers, I guess. They say gatherers can you know are yeah. gonna be a part of it. Yeah, that's fine. It's good for them, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, then they mm-hmm. went over some other miscellaneous updates before they got into some of the other meteor things. Uh, triple triad. They, they mentioned this in the previous live letter, having a reward for collecting all the cards up to five point up to and through five point five five. Adjusting four star card use acquisition rates, making some of the older ones more common. So fine, as long as I can play more than one four star card, that's all I give a shit about because it still pisses me off to this and day. Some. More small updates, uh, a small, a uh, few small updates to ocean fishing. Um, yeah. New instruments in 5.55. Uh, of course, the super robot Durgan for getting all the, uh, mounts from the trials. Hell yeah! Um, yeah, we're gonna have to start working on that. We, uh, no. I only have one more mount no. to go. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, Mal, Mal's like, Sly, when are we doing, when are we doing now farms? I'm like, fucking soon, man. I don't know. God damn it. Um, something they originally wanted to put on the Mog Station is going to be in the Gold Sauce, so tradable for MGP instead. I don't know what so that's going to be. Queen of the Mog, yeah, the Queen of the Mog Station actually gave something out. I'm kind of shocked. Yeah, Yoshi, as a reminder, Yoshi P is afraid of the woman who's in charge of the Mog Station department. He has openly mm-hmm. stated that he fears her. Um, and that yeah. he does not wish to incur her wrath. So, mm, nope. when we see something like that being stated, um, we, we wonder. Must be in a good fucking mood. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have to imagine that he's still shaking in his boots. Um, now it was, it was mentioned nearby in the translation, something about the regalia, but that they mentioned, they they kind of, it was weird because they mentioned it right after talking about the Mog Station, but they also said at some point later. So it's a question of whether or not there was two different points that were strung together about whether it was the regalia Mm -hmm. that was going there, or if they were just saying, they were acknowledging that people were asking if it was the regalia, because here's the, here's the thing. The Regalia, they've been mentioning bringing back the 15 event for some time. Specifically because it's not in the Mog Station. Not, they were making the decision to do one mm-hmm. or the other. So, mm-hmm. I, I can't help but think it's not actually the Regalia. Hmm. It's tough to know, because yeah, you did actually buy the Regalia with MGP is the big thing. Yeah, you did. So, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of weird. So I think I think it's just them saying the 15 event will come back and it will be purchased with MGP again at the very most, as opposed to them not running the event again and it going into the Mog Station. So if something hits the Mog Station, they won't rerun the event in-game, pretty much. So, because then it's a matter of somebody paying for something versus not paying for something. And uh, they don't want to do that. So, Regalia costs, what, like 200000 I want to say? It was pretty cheap, I remember it being. 
Yeah, yeah. It was, MGP wise, it was pretty cheap. I didn't yeah. have to pay a lot for it. Now, see, but while you're focused on the MGP reward, your boy here got a, got another one of his wishes in the this. gill. Yeah, the gill. So they've in, they're introducing a new category of mount, and that category is gill. You throw gill at an NPC, an exorbitant amount of gill. And boom, you get a fucking mount. And boom, you get a fucking mount. Looks like they're starting with two of them. I mean, doesn't this already exist in the form of the market board? No. It's not like anything is fucking different. No, it's very different. Because this gill doesn't go to another player. This gill disappears from existence. It is permanently removed from circulation. You, you, know, what I, you know what I mean. But no, at the same no. time, it's like you're... you're you're throwing gill at a mount. But I but see no matter the who it goes only to, way, no matter who it goes to. Yeah, no, there's the difference. If I have to so here's the thing. Let's say that I want a knight pegasus from Palace of the Dead. Okay. Somebody has to go get that and sell it to me. Mm-hmm. Nobody has to go get this. There is no other way to get this. I have to I and only go to this NPC and get these mounts. There's no there's no middleman, there's no optional way. There's no way for me to earn it other than to straight up earn it. With money. And man, do I want these to be expensive. The first two is Pot of Screed, Gold Edition. And the other one is the Golden Wasoy. And I know it's not called the Wasoy. That's just what they yell. I like to say Wasoy. Because I just like saying the word. It's a gill sink. And I've been asking for this for ages because we have so few gill sinks in the game to erase money. I'm hoping combined these cost minimum, and I think it'll cost more, $75 million for the for the both of them together. I don't think it'll be that exorbitant. Like, I think 25 mil much? for the scree. 25 mil for the scree, 50 mil for the Mikoshi. Or as I like to call it, the Wasoy. I was going to say a couple mil. Nope. They say he literally that. said one or two mil. Nope. No, 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 no. Not, not one or two mil. I would say on the long lines of maybe five to ten. Too little. Too little. Okay. It's not enough. I just want to have it. I'll accept 10 mil at the lowest for the screen, and then 25 yeah, mil. At the very least, like, in, in, in ballpark at the very least between 5 and 10. Anything more, sure, why not? Throw throw Gil at it. I don't give a shit. Like, you're rich. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Bro, I, ma- I made, like, 25 mil in Delubrum alone. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm ready to dump some money into this damn game. Just let me throw my gill at something, my 230 million gill that I can do nothing with. I started the expansion at 204, went down to 160, and went back up to 230 without lifting a goddamn finger. So put the mounts in my hand, and I will put the gill out of existence. Hmm. That's it. That's all I have to say. You buying them, Sly? You want a golden screen? You want a golden Mikoshi? Well, it's actually the. I guess the Mikoshi is kind of golden. I didn't want the. 
I didn't even want the regular Koshi. The Scree, I really didn't give a shit about. Like, if they're, okay, if it was, if it was Robo Durgan, Super Robo Durgan, one day, I'd probably be fucking it. Yeah. One day, day. Super Golden golden, Robo Durgan. Yeah, yeah. That I'll spend money on. I'll make the money and spend it on that. But these, nah. Fuck all that. I'm ready. I'm getting both of them for the status. I just want people to know that I still have a lot of go left over. That's it. I just want people to know how little I have for used the for status. Good. For the status. For maybe. the fucking status. For for being able to fly around and prove prove to other people that you have so much fucking money by mounts literally raining money wherever they go. Yes. That's it. Simple. What else the fuck are they for? That's all mounts are for. They're not for getting around. First world fucking problems. What do you mean they're not for getting around? There's a million ways to get around. They all go the same speed. The mount you use is for status. (laughs) I'd say more style than anything, but okay. Let's go with status. That is a status. Being stylish is a status. Okay. There you go. Yeah, I, I, dude, I gotta, I gotta look like I'm carrying a rat video with me everywhere I go. Holy fuck! Holy fuck! What? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. Moving on. Um, achievements, achievement rewards. Oh, this uh, is funny. Yeah. Oh boy, in the, uh, in Gridania at the falls, like, he's out of a job, but he still has another job. So, we'll st- we will be able to get our reward straight from the achievement, from the achievement, uh, section in the menu. So you just click on it, click on your achievement. You don't have to go to Gridania, just click on the achievement, boom, you get to reward right then and there. However, they said he will still be in charge of veteran rewards. Yeah, for now. Yeah, yeah. For now, until they just decide, why mm-hmm. is it this guy? Why him? What is what is the lore behind behind my buddy John here? Here's the thing, man. He chose he chose to get into into retail distribution when the market was clearly going towards digital distribution. Um, so he needs to probably go back to college, get like a degree in something that involves like coding, you know, go and get IT or computer science degree. And then he, he then this will never happen to him again. Mm-hmm. So my man, it's whatever. It's just, he's old school. He's just got to bring himself into the modern era and it's going to be fine. I believe in him. Um, after that, one thing they really went into when you had to, again, thank Aluna and, um, and Mina for, you know, the kind of side translations for this is collision detection. Um, this is interesting. This is very interesting for me as well. Yeah. For you, it's interesting in a not good way though. Not good way because I I have a feeling that a lot of shit in the house is about to fall. (laughs) Well, I don't think it'll fall immediately, but I don't think you'll be able... I think if you move it, you'll never get it back to the way that it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I have a feeling once they push the button, once I push the button and I log in from patch, like, 
shit's just going to be all over the place. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to the second floor? That would be great, actually. Like, we, don't have a, we don't have a dance floor. What the fuck? I mean, we have one in the basement. So we're good. I mean, either way, we're good because we have a dance floor in the, bla- the basement. So we can just adjust shit in the basement. But fuck. Like, people... Okay. And I said this. Like, Cat... Shout out to Cat from Allure. Um, Cat, all the fucking housing pros, HGXIV, all the housing pros. They're going to have to get real fucking creative. I mean, they already are. Yeah. The problem point. is like, they're, they too, they're want- so creative right now. They have to get less creative, but get more creative at the same time. Right. So, so to clarify on this, so for the collision detection, um, there is a glitch in the game because of the old systems in place. The old, the, basically the game's code prior to 5.5 really is only optimized for 60 FPS. If you go above that, you actually end up basically refreshing your character position faster than the game can check for it. And you can clip into walls because of that. And so that's some of the out-of-bounds tricks are only doable because people are setting their FPS to uncapped and going over 60. So they're fixing that. They're basically making it so that the game is optimized to run uncapped. So they're going to be updating the frequency in which the server and the client communicate. My thing is with this in the whole floating trick, because that's exactly what it is. And I'll probably end up asking this for, for a Q&A. And why can't we get these tools and toys to use currently to make our houses and everything look like what we want to instead of having to resort to a fault, a fault in the system, so to speak? I mean, they should be able to, like, make it to where we can do the things we want to do. And, I mean, it's, it's and not have to resort to a trick, so to speak. I think that's kind of the direction they're going to be going because here's the thing. If he wasn't conscious of how people were using this glitch in a way that is not destructive, I don't think he would have brought it up. Um, Mm -hmm. He even said if anything breaks to let them know. And I don't assume he means like the game is not working or it's still allowing you to do floating objects. I think he means if something that you wanted to do with your house doesn't work anymore, let them know. Because I can't imagine... Oh, I'll be letting them know. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are going to be letting them know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to lead to probably around uh, Ishgard housing timing, an overwork on how the furnishings work, if not in 6.x, in 6.0 directly, I think by 6.1. There will probably be some system that kind of lets you go back to what people were doing to break it, but to make it look good. Because um, I just can't imagine they leave it as is. So, uh, there's a bunch of things this should help, though. RMTs that bot that hide in the walls is something that should help counter. Um, animations yeah. that don't work at higher frames, which is a current issue, clipping into the walls and out of bounds. Some of the things not so destructive, some of them more so. They were even mentioning that in yeah. PvP, people were abusing uh, things like this to clip into walls and become untargetable to win matches. And that uh, they were also, like, masking their IPs and, like, changing all sorts. It was... And it was giving them actually a, a, a ton of trouble, and I assume this is another sweeping change that covers that and a bunch of other things as well. So I, it, it's just it sucks that making the game better subsequently takes something away, and it's weird how that kind of becomes the case. But that's exactly what it is because they even mention it later. 
this is going to help more than just this. The, because in order to achieve this, yeah. they had to improve connections between the client and the server, which is always mm-hmm. a good thing. But the big thing is that load times, when the PS5 update hits, they, we saw the load times are only about three seconds, uh, as promised, it seems. It, for they didn't they they did say like some some load times will be a instances slightly. instances take longer to load into yeah. that's that's the big yeah. example that they gave and obviously I think you know if Limbs is super packed it probably takes another at most whole second. exactly I load and, into and, Limbs and what, in four what he was seconds. dealing with he was dealing with is a was a uh, I guess a private server a private PS5 server I guess that's not even yeah. out yet so pretty easy to get into yeah so yeah I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, but they also said that non-PS5 players, because of their update to the way that the client and the server communicate, even they'll see better load times. So it is a load time buff across across the the spectrum for all the different players. I'd assume except for PS4 first. No, I mean, you know, PS4 might yeah. still be better even without an SSD. We'll see. But just yeah. get a PS5, Smile. Good luck on that one. Look. See? Somebody, I was like, see, I have one, and they're like, no, you just bought the controller. You don't have the console. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I know people who have done that, so. Yeah, very yeah. much. So, that's, uh, that's another thing. So that's gonna suck for housing people for yeah. a while. Um, I'm also concerned, of course, for, uh, uh, brain. Brain. Help me. Stage reborn. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah, any of the, yeah, for any of the fancy stage stages reborn, that they made. Yeah. Stellatio. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed that there is some sort of resolution that isn't just finding new ways to break it. I mean, if there are new ways to break it, great. But hopefully they just decide to support it better in the game yeah. overall. Oh, man. Uh, what else do we have here? I, I like... I was scrolling past where we, what we were just talking about. Muna is something, something server-side. <laughs> Aluna had to step in and be like, no, this is this is what's happening right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so moving forward, there there really isn't much to say, much more to say about the cloud deck that we didn't already uh, say before. But Aluna, of course, had to be like, well, so fun fact, your G-Warrior may be a reference to the Dendrobium Orcus, a mobile armor first appearing in Mobile Suit Gundam, Stardust Memory. Following it up, eighty-three baby. Yeah. <laughs> it follows it up with with uh, 0083 for uh, for the other thing. Yeah, that's it. Um, but the big revelation we didn't actually talk about. I like how you even included a picture of it. I just noticed that you actually included a picture of the, of what Aluna's talking about. Yeah, that's that's all good. Um, was an update to the game that something I think we actually spoke about. Very recently, it may have been on the very the last show we did. I'm pretty sure was Delubrum with Sphia and uh, Kia. Um, we did talk about this target markers. Yeah, target markers. Um, they are adding indicators to help in- show where the front of a boss is, both on normal monsters, but more importantly on omnidirectional markers. On the direct left and right flanks are arrows that point in the direction the monster is currently facing, which act not only as indicators for where they're facing, but where the actual flank starts, a 90 degree from the back or the front to the left and right flank. Mm. So um, that's not where the flank begins, and I hope people understand that. The flank begins where the back target marker disappears and goes towards the like a, it's like a 90 degree cone. But either way, this, I love this. Especially on omnidirectional mobs. Bro, deep dungeon 
Do you understand how good this is for people who do solos when they're trying to avoid sight aggro to know exactly what the cone of sight is going to be? That is huge for them in particular. And it's going to save many a headache for people doing it from this point on. Although the stat squish may cause different headaches for deep dungeon players, depending on how that turns out. Yep, yep. That remains to be yeah. seen, however. This is this is an, an excellent quality of life that we've been we've been kinda asking for for the longest time, so like kudos, kudos for, for including it here. Um, really, that was it. Like, they, I'm glad they included that in in the. They go into more, a little bit more detail in the next thing we're going to talk about, which is uh, PS5 uh, limita- I mean features. Um, <laughs> that was on purpose. That was a good joke. Uh. There are no PS5 so, limitations. Yeah, what are you talking about? What do you mean? There, I don't um, see a single limitation right here. Uh, give it a few years. We'll <laughs> bitch about it. Dude, bro, people are bitching about it already. They're like, just get a PC forehead. Meanwhile, GPUs are on the fucking rise. So, you know, good luck right. with that. GPUs. Although, again, good luck getting a PS5 also. So I guess you're fucked either way. Right. Yeah. Fortunately, one of the big things we're getting is 4K icons. There we go. Those icons look clean as fuck. Holy shit! Like that's like that's like that was. You should be even said like, "Hey, chat's really loving the the, the clean, clear icons." Like, yeah, they're, they're PS5. The PS5 limitation is getting one. It's the manufacturer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ninzard, in the chat for that joke. That is that is a great one. I I think you should tweet that and get it retweeted and just be like the only now now Final Fantasy XIV's only console limitations are the manufacturer. <laughs> I love it. Oh <sighs> yeah. I mean this stuff's um, but, uh, cool, but I'm not gonna play yeah, on it. It so. is. Uh trophies for the trophy collectors out there on 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 PS5. So there you go, pad. You can <laughs> you can uh, plat pad. You know, it's the only reason I've ever considered getting the console version of Final Fantasy is to, to, inst- to instantly claim all of the trophies because that's a sa- exactly right. what'll happen if I do it. Right, uh, man. And this is kind of tempting for the same reason, especially because I mean, you get yeah. a. You, in case anyone doesn't know, when you register a new version of the game to your existing account, the whole game. So, like, you, let's say you play on uh, PC, regardless of which platform, and you buy the PS4 or PS5 version of the game, um, it'll give you a month free. It'll give you that month that you're supposed to get for, you know, buying A Realm Reborn, the base game, in this case, the starter edition now. Uh, so I would get a month free if I did this, but I have a legacy sub, so I don't give a shit. So, sorry. I already barely pay anything for this game. I have to buy retainers to get my sub back to normal price because I decided to support the game when it was unbearably bad. So, that's my prize. Okay. And a tattoo on the back of my neck. Those are my prizes. Okay. I've crafted a lot of items. I've crafted a lot of items, just not in the last four years. (laughs) That I can promise you. Oh, man. Although they might need to craft one more just to finish the list. Who knows? 
Yeah, I I mean, for me, it's just a load times. I just want the PS5 people to be happy, personally, and that's that's the big thing for me. I see those load times, and I'm like, I just, I use my PS5 now a lot just because of the load. I mean, Demon Souls, you know, as soon as I saw Demon Souls once, I was like, yeah. On PS5, are you playing 4K? No, hell no. I'm always performance mode. Bro, these eyes are so terrible, I don't think it's worth going 4K. My my only concern is that like the PS5 uh, running like 4K stuff will eventually sound like it's taking off from LAX, kind of like what the PS4 is already. The PS5 is pretty quiet, but I play everything on performance mode, so um, okay. that's it's hard to really know how much of it is that. It's way quieter than my PS4 though, like infinitely more quiet. It's uh, it's a solid piece of hardware thus far, and I can't wait to get the PS5 Pro. What'll come out first, the Switch Pro or the PS5 Pro? Place your bets now. Hmm. So, uh, in like in the in the PS5 demonstration, they kind of went into more details about the um, the uh, targeting, the um, arrows, the god damn it, words. Target reticle. Um. Yeah, that. How did I remember that and I couldn't remember evaluation? God damn it. <laughs> I just blacked out for a minute. God damn it. Um, but yeah, they went into more detail about it. Um, yeah, nothing really more to say about it other than it's a really good quality of life. Yeah, I also, it's weird to see for the omnidirectional that they just put the arrow inside of the, <laughs> of the hitbox. It's like, thank you, but... Did that really need to happen? I guess they were really concerned about at throwing the arrow on the outside and people not knowing. Mm-hmm. People, just a lot of people don't know how the current one works. Again, they don't know that the rear is that blank space in the back of the target reticle and that the flanks begin mm-hmm. where the, the, the lines actually start. So I guess they didn't want to take a chance with the confusion on that, on that front. Right. But that excites me. And, but, you know what it really excites people, Happy? No. Yorha. Yorha. How could you do this to me? Listen, Sly. We've said it before, and I'll say it again. It looks good. Mm-hmm. They it, always look good. They always look good. They always look good. <laughs> and they might even be fun Everything, ones. Like, yeah, the mechanics and are funnish, and but the main thing we've always been concerned about with Yorha is a story, and the story. Or, or lack thereof. Um, dungeon wise, we have nothing to worry about. I don't give like I'm not gonna worry too much about the dungeon. It looks good, um, it looks pretty. Well, Sly, it's funny you mention that because people who don't know what this is from Automata are like, so the texture budget was just gone. Of, yeah. yeah. Where's the rest of the fucking dungeon? What the fuck were they doing? Did they really skip out on, on near just for other content? Like, no. No, this, this is actually how, this is, this is actually how near looks. I promise. Yeah, this is how it's supposed you. to look. Yeah. Yeah. It looks gray as fuck. Like, everything's flat. To be fair, that doesn't necessarily mean people have to like it. But it is... It's not like the 14 team made the decision to do this. They were just using 
Yeah, they were using an idea that was pre-existing. Right. So if you wanna, if you if you wanna blame somebody for that, if you're new and you don't know why this dungeon looks so fucking plain, blame Yoko Taro. <laughs> go him, go to him and and give him all your grievances. And I'm he doesn't sure give a he fuck. He fucking he feels I know. all the I'm people's to grievances. Say, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You're fueling this man. I, I was going to say, like, go to him, and he will answer all your grievances. No, he won't. He'll tell you to go fuck yourself yeah, and, yeah, make, and make 2B's ass not. bigger. That's what he does. You complain about yeah. something, he makes a bigger ass. Yep. That's his number one thing to do. All right? Yeah. So, that's this is, this is just near. You know, I put it like Thank that, you. and there's going to be a lot more complaints on purpose. This is just near Wait, taking a or more ass. Yes. <laughs> um, they did show off uh, one of the bosses, uh, Jack of Hearts, from yep. uh, Gestalt or Replicant. If you want to be fitting, I, you know, I predicted there would be Replicant stuff. I was like, dude, the game literally comes out right. like a week and a half later. There's definitely going to be Replicant mm-hmm. stuff in here. Yeah, once again, it all it all looks good, but I just the story. You know. Pull it together. Yep, pull, it th- pull it together. We're, we're, fingers crossed. Yeah. Um. At the end. At the end of this, they. Uh. They, well, they did say there will be a weekly quest in the story. So. Um. There's that. Um, okay. For, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask a very near question here. Is the weekly quest just for um, upgrading your gear, or does doing it five times it, give you a different ending? Yeah. Does it get? Yeah, does it give what, you a different we fucking thinking. ending? Yeah. Yeah. That's. Mm-hmm. I 100 percent think the answer is both. All right. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I kind of think slash hope both. Because he didn't say weekly quest to get upgrade. He said weekly quest for the story. Story. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the words. The words there are very key. Because we very much expect mm-hmm. some fuckery here. I, I, I will actually, I'll say it. I'll be disappointed if there's no fuckery. Because that means they didn't go as near as they could. But this is Yoko Taro we're talking about, so it's gotta be fine. I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust in Yoko Taro for some fuckery. Yeah, I'm gonna trust. Yeah, I agree. Uh, at, at, after that, they showed off the gear. Uh, I didn't put it in the notes because it looks. Pretty I dude, I saw the first the one. Thing- I saw the first one. I'm like, no, they can't. Not more fucking black coats. They can't fucking do this again. Only the first one. I mean, was the like only that, the, the, on, the only one that kind of looked eh, like anything was the Devil of Popola one, and um. That's it. Well, the other twin has theirs in there also, so it's like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was the, I did like that one. Um, they didn't go over which role mm-hmm. was which. I'd assume the first one was tank, honestly, if I had to w- wager a guess. But, right. um, yeah, I will say that other than the first set, they show the other two sets looked a lot better. They, they fortunately are quite distinct from the other mm-hmm. sets. Um, you would, you wouldn't have to be a near fan to really look at those and go like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. So. Yeah. They won me. They won me on that front. No, it's only one black coat. Okay, mm-hmm. that's it. And it wasn't even a full coat. It was like more just like the overall outfit. There's gonna, the there's gonna be in. more black coats. Let's let's be honest. There's gonna be more black coats no. in that mm-hmm. one job. I refuse. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You are you are more optimistic than me. <laughs> you can um, dye them all black, yeah, probably, was... but <laughs> it's close to yeah. good. Too many black. Uh, after that, 
after that, we got into our next Unreal, which I kind of anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. Levy. Leviathan. I, I'm not even going to lie. I was kind of hoping for this one. Um, That's a bold In comparison. Bro. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. In comparison. I mean, Shiva. Hey, in comparison to fucking Titan, though. I feel like this in comparison to Titan won't be too bad on Party Finder. Famous last words. I know. I feel like it's easy, a little bit easier to learn. Like for newer players who like kind of pick up on rather than like Titan. Titan is just like trial by fucking fire. Um... He even says, if you've read the interviews, you already know my opinion on this one. It's difficult. And I'm like, yeah, is it? Yeah, in fact, in an interview, he said they tuned it down. Yeah. They did not do that for Titan, in case you're wondering. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've thought about this a lot since this morning, about where Levy okay. stands. A Realm Reborn, when we look back, it's really, really difficult. Are, are we ranking? Are we ranking the primals now? We are. We're, we're ranking a Realm Reborn okay. primals. Okay, so Moggle Mog's right. out. That's fine. We'll leave him in the gutter. Uh, okay. So, so okay. Are we, are we starting from easiest to most technical? Yes. Difficult? I would like to go from okay. easiest to most difficult. All right. Let's start with Ifrit then. You want so where do you want, do you want my order from least to most or do you just want to say like where we think Go ahead. do you think Ifrit's at the bottom of being the easiest is that what you're saying yes absolutely funny I think Shiva is is the easiest of them <sighs> Shiva Shiva is easy but there's a little bit more of a dance that you have to do with Shiva than you do have than you have to do with Ifrit. So that's why I kind of put Ifrit at the bottom. Before I'm also not including I'll, Odin. I'll if Odin was in this, I'd say he's the easiest. But I'm not including Odin. I think Odin's an eventuality in terms of an unreal. Well, it's, I think we it's fight him one way or the other this fast, so. <laughs> we yeah, get an Odin. Yeah. So. Um, for I me, it's, yeah, definitely Shiva at the bottom. Yeah, okay. So then you would say Ifrit. Oh, I didn't next. say that. No, Garuda's next for me. God, I mean the thing about the thing about the bottom is that they're so close. They're so they're pretty close. They're pretty close to each other. They're pretty close, and then it kind of separates itself. Yeah, I would kind of give you Garuda in 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 that kind of tier. Again. Easy, easy in terms of difficulty, but like for newer players, it's just a dance. Like they're like they're really not gonna get the dance. And okay, put it like this: from a new player perspective, um, the one thing people would 
definitely fuck up in Garuda is Saparna and Gerardo. So I don't think like, they will now because back then, when originally the idea it was the Zerg the one and just you know whatever mm-hmm. the super tank buster. That's not the way people people won't do it that way this time. People will do it where you stack everyone everybody for the one. It'll definitely get done correctly, and I think that eliminates most mm-hmm. of people's concern with it. Way back one was trying to do the whole you know super tanking method. Um, I think the spiny mm-hmm. tank swap is the scarier thing in Garuda, yeah. and that's it. That is the only thing I have any concern over is the spiny. That's it. That mm-hmm. thing fucking sucks. All right. That thing. <laughs> the problem is that thing had terrible like programming, but we have way better tank swapping tools now, so I'm not as afraid. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean people use them. So. You know, right. different different fucking story as far as I'm concerned. Hmm. So that's that's where I'm at. It's right. definitely it's definitely spiny territory more so than 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 anything else. But yeah, Garuda still sits at second easiest for me. Uh, okay, and then third. So third is tough. This is where it actually gets tough because I think people really disrespect how downscaled Unreal can make things seem mm-hmm. uh, versus the way we experienced them back in A Realm Reborn. Because back in A Realm Reborn, we had way worse tools for dealing with a lot of these things. Yeah, and that's what I'm considering in this. I'm, I'm, con- like, I'm mostly considering this from a new player perspe- perspective and actually older players like vets having to teach or having to make guides for newer players to do this. So from the new player perspective, it's, it's like, oh, I kind of get the, I kind of understand the oh shits and like, what the fuck? And yeah, I, I kind of understand it. And so that's why I'm kind of like, our, our, my ranking is a little bit different from yours. Oh, your ranking is about to be very doing? different than mine because you don't know why okay. this next place is difficult because I think it's tied between Ifrit and Titan. You are on the drugs. So I think you back. On, let like, me let me you're explain. On the good drugs. I you're on the good. I good know. Drugs. I know how people think and how people work. Okay. And my fucking word. If there is there anything worse than trying to get people to not pull the fucking trigger on blowing up too many nails or standing <laughs> next to a fucking or somebody forgetting about searing wind or for some reason wind, not yeah. being able to do ifrit dive bombs. Or not fucking dodging Ifrit plumes or the chains. You're not wrong. The tank swap. You're not wrong. The tank swap on Ifrit where he does the triple. Uh, You know how many tanks I've seen die to the the HP down on those separation stacks? Mm hmm. Yeah. It was bad. Okay. It was real, real, real rough. One thing, another thing I also kind of put this into perspective of is. Me doing stupid shit. Me doing stupid solo shit on on um 2.0 primals. Like like when we had it when we got the tools to do this, I'm like, okay, let me go back and kind of test my metal and see how I can do. Like, okay. Fly the less people you have, the better everything is. That is a fact. Okay. Oh, oh, that's a fucking fact. I mean, the people debuff exists for a fucking they reason. They sure does. Um but from my perspective, it's like, okay, really, honestly, the toughest time I had 
wasn't even Titan. It was more Garuda than anything. But after getting it, I'm like, okay, Garuda's not that bad. Titan, Titan was fucking hell for a little while. Um, so we'll save him for later. But I will say, when I did get to Ifrit, Ifrit Savage, or excuse me, Extreme, when I did get to Ifrit, it wasn't even maybe like ten minutes. Oh, it's a quick fight. No doubt about that. It's quick. No, no, it was quick in the point that, like, it's like, okay, Sly, there's this, 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 and this. And I'm like, that's fucking it? They're like, yeah, that's it. It was like maybe like a couple of pulls. It's it's very, very straightforward. It's about trust. Really about trust, and especially if if it were to be an unreal, I would be like dancers. You are not allowed because being a dot job in that fight sucks. Being a dancer is gonna Mm -hmm. suck. Mm -hmm. The only saving grace is that you can be rezzed versus Titan because Titan. The only thing is people not being able to dodge weight of the land and landslide. That's the big thing. Bombs, some people are incapable of, but I'm way less afraid of them than I am of people going and standing next to Searing Wind. So, Tanks and Healers held all the responsibility there. On Titan, it's a little bit more spread out. But other than the permadeath, having done a lot of Titan, as I do Unreal every week, I'm always wondering how anyone struggles with Titan. Hmm. I genu- I do genuinely, after you've done it a few times, I wonder how, how anyone struggles with it. Because it's so on the rails that it's, it's, I don't know. The falling off seems fair to me after doing it all this much because it's so difficult to not do it correct. <laughs> That's it. I don't know what else to say. So. For your next one. Leviathan. Ramusit's at the top, 100%. He has to... He, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100% removed. That motherfucker... That is going to be like... No way. That is going to be... Shit. I... I don't even give, like, PF a couple of weeks for that one. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> just, like... Fucking, like, that's... I don't want to say it's unteachable because it is like it, it like when you really get down to it. But fuck is the execution like so tight on that? It's exactly DPS fucking tight. DPS is like DPS so fucking tight in terms of ads too. So since we know they're like kind of t- like it's it's gonna be tuned to us. But I know like for newer players, ad phase DPS is going. Bro, to be I'm bad. not even worried about ad phase. I'm worried about the fucking orbs. Man, those fucking orb orb management is a is a curse in that when you're doing it with randos because you need if there's too many orbs take too much damage. That's especially a problem in Unreal if you were to be because of the the, the scaling and the same yeah. Avatar, thank you. Who the fuck took my orb? Yeah, like you're, yeah, I was right there. I was right there. And why the fuck did you snipe my orb? The number one thing in Ramu, the big killer is when the DPS and the healers can start being tethered together. They both try to get three orbs to break the tether. Neither of them gets three orbs, and now the tanks need three orbs. Yep. <laughs> and that's white. And that's it's, 
It's yeah. fucking terrible. And especially because back then, at least we could lustrate to get through. Like, if you really wanted to, you could mm-hmm. lustrate because it was a percentage heal. So you could take the extra one stack and then just kind of keep going. And you can still do that now. But we were better, we were better equipped to deal with it with percentage based healing back then than we are now. So. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a food. Dude, people can't even do the orbs in E5 and they're easy there. It's just have one or have three. It's like, that's it. Yeah, it's actually easier, easier than. <laughs> E5 orbs are easier mama. and people can't even fucking yeah. do that. Just get a orb. That's it. Just one. Everyone have one. You don't need to worry how many there are. They disappear when you don't need them anymore. It's like... <laughs> oh, my God. So that's why everyone was at the top. And Leviathan is because of dive bombs. Dive bombs and ads. So the ads... There's a couple of interesting things about Leviathan. So I don't think we'll have to worry about over-DPSing um, as a thing. Because that was that was a thing with a lot of old fights. But they've since gone back and... Readjusted them, so I don't think the whole over DPSing thing is even going to be a concern. I think it'll just involve like it does now, as opposed to what it did back then. The ads were weird because there's one that puts down a puddle on the ground that if you step in it, you get mm-hmm. you just go you know running off the sides. But there's also one that does a room wipe that sends you running off the sides. Now you can stun that ad, but only if it's not casting that ability. So you need to preemptively stun it, and if you screw up at all, it's an instant wipe. Not to mention, um, dive, people are so bad at dive bombs, man. And Leviathan's dive bombs are pretty quick. So. Yeah. And Levy's also permadeath like Titan. So it has some extra elements in there that people, asking people to look around is not a skill people have. Doing this is not a skill people have. Okay? That's why people get hit by cars and crossways. Not because they're speeding, but because they didn't look first. Okay? Yeah, you can use your ears for living. People don't use their eyes, they're not going to use their ears. That's it. You're still asking for a sense to be used. I'm not even convinced they're even touching the keyboard sometimes. Wow. <laughs> no fucking faith no. whatsoever. <laughs> no. None. Not whatsoever. Jesus. Oh, man. But, you know, the thing is, though, because they said they tuned it down... I may not feel this way about Unreal Leviathan. Because it depends on what they mean by tune it down. Whether that means stunnable or more easily stunnable, or it's just not as tightly tuned for the item level, which I think is all it's going to be. Um, I think it, mm. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Not to mention the fucking, honestly, the healer mirrors. Weird thing. I don't think many people are used to the healing mirror on that fight. Do you even remember the healing mirror? Semi. Under a tank mirror too. Well, it's a tank that gets the mirror, and the healer is what procs the effect. Yeah. yeah. So basically, um, every time a, a spell is used on a mirror target, the range of your heals is reduced. The range of your spells is reduced. So you have to like the idea is to only cast either enough heals for them, so that they don't do that. Now the big thing is I don't know if OGCDs work. I know, for example, regen. If you regen them, the initial cast, because it's a spell, triggers the mirror, but the individual dot ticks don't, if I recall. Um, but I don't know about, like, for example, Benison, um, obviously Soil and Asylum wouldn't affect it at all. So we have a lot more tools to deal with the mirror now, so I'm not as concerned 
as it was, especially because Asylum's as big as Sacred Soil now. So that's uh, that's definitely a big thing for that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Lustrate didn't trigger it either. I know Embrace didn't trigger it as well. So um, the damage reflect, uh, Dancers are going to guaranteed, almost guaranteed hit both sides and reflect one of them. Uh, people are going to try to double dot, you know, you know, try to really pump that deep. So it's got to be all sorts of weird things. So it's a lot of restricting oneself to not doing dumb shit. And I don't trust people to not do dumb shit. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we fucking hate ourselves? Uh, I don't hate myself. Um, I love content. Yeah, people are. And you don't want to know, Sly, I just had a great week with Unreal, too. One of my two clears this week, all three rewards. Box, Swords, and Fox. All three. Bam. So I'm feeling good right now. I'm going in on a high note next, well, in, you know, after the next reset. We can, yeah, yeah, week and a half, yeah. Bully to you. <laughs> Bully! Bully. <laughs> um, yeah, after that, like, again, we already talked about uh, Save the Queen and Delubrum and... Um, There's a couple things we didn't make Sam mention of. Mount speed, a way to increase mount speed, castrum right. occurring You're more right. frequently. Um, so they're, mm -hmm. they're, they are doing some quality of life. So, so while Save the Queen doesn't happen until the second part of 5.5, there's a bunch of quality of life that's getting added in the initial section. A means to increase mount speed is massive. Thank God they're finally doing that. Um, skirmishers and critical engagement scaling to fewer Shit already dies fast enough as no, it no, 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 no. is. What are so, you so slide. Let me explain. So skirmishers and critical okay. engagements scale dynamically uh, based on the number of people uh -huh. that are doing them. Skirmishes are a little funkier. They don't they don't really scale constantly. Like they're not they're not looking, "Oh, this person just joined, so you know, scale up." They basically scale based mm -hmm. on previous participation and activity in the zone. It's the same way normal fates actually work in the overworld, but kind of amplified. Mm -hmm. But the big thing is skirmishes mm -hmm. and critical engagements never scale below eight people. So they're always scaled to what that skirmish considers an acceptable degree for eight people, which on some skirmishes is ridiculous because they die in two fucking seconds. And I don't know how they expect that to be for eight people. Um, what that means is if you get four people doing a critical engagement, it's just it takes a while, you know. But now it'll scale below eight people for fewer participants. Now, whether or not that's all, it goes all the way down to one or if it just goes down to four... We don't know, but that should make very that should make those more reliable to do if there's not a whole lot of people in the zone. It shouldn't be that cra that one random cracked out skirmish that you're like, what the fuck? I just murdered all these other skirmishes in like two seconds. Why is this one like beefy as hell? Shouldn't happen as much with this. Cashroom will have its availability adjusted. Now, I'd assume that just means it appears more often. Yeah. So not 72 people can do it. Some people predicted maybe all 72 people in the zone could do it, which would actually be in... I'd be okay with that, but I, I don't think they would. I, I, I wouldn't be against them doing yeah, it. Have I think to it makes add, sense. Yeah, I'd, I think they would have to adjust for the number. I don't even think they, they would have to bother, because at this point, it's catch-up. It's, it's catch-up stuff, you know? It, it's catch-up in... But still... Uh, yeah. Um, the dual thing is big. That I'm excited for. Yeah. 
So if you don't get selected for a duel, you're now more likely to be selected for a follow-up duel. Now, that, of course, only matters if not every other person attempting to do the duel also has it, to be fair. Then you're on even footing all over again. But it helps at least to some degree eliminate the possibility of somebody who has um, who wasn't there before you. It just gives you a priority over people who zone in later than you. So if you get in real early and you get a, a duel credit done faster on maybe like Sartrevois or on... Lion, you're more likely to be selected. Honestly, the big thing should be qualifying on Lion, not getting it, which, you know, you can't really control. If you're saying yes, then, you know, I'd assume you'd have to say yes to the duel and not be selected in order for this to trigger and not just say no and then have it. But using Lion or Sartrevois to then qualify for Gabriel is probably going to be the most popular use in Castrum. So, uh, well, that's, I'd assume that's how it would work. I know we already talked about the Libram scaling down, so yeah. not much more to say there. So, oh, don't this do next don't, don't do it to me, Sly. I know what you're mm. going to do to me. Mm. Don't do it. Sickness must be purged. Man, I don't know, it burns pretty bad to be told, hey, there's no ultimate in 5.5. We're going to show you ultimate. <laughs> we're going to give you a picture anyway. And it's like, I'm gonna give you a picture, and it's a and it's a hell of a picture. But it, it, it's something we already knew. It's something we kind of figured. Fuck, dragons on war. Sort of, yeah. It's ultimate. I mean, I, yeah. What? Wait, what? <laughs> it's ultimate. That's the vault. Yeah, ultimate. But I kind of, I kind of knew, I kind of knew that the Knights of the Round would be here. Yeah, like, like it's, Thornton, Thornton's gonna be here. The like, bigger surprise is seeing it starts in the vault. It's, it's a surprise, and it's not a surprise. Did they, the did time. they say that it starts in the vault? Or they, I mean, this is clearly the first scene. Like, what else is gonna be the first scene? Like, like shitty airy <laughs> Nidhogg, I guess. No, this is almost certainly the, the, the first phase that we're seeing right here. Yeah. I'm wondering how it transitions from this, because I don't think you're just going... It's like the whole Dragon's Gun War is going to be played out in the fucking vault. It's going to transition. No, no, no. They always doing... transition between locations, between yeah. each of them. Yeah, that just that yeah. just happens. That's naturally occurring. Uh, it's most likely going to go, go this into Thornton into Nidhogg, and then my theory is, of course, Super Dragon Knight of the of the round, you know, like Nidhogg infects Salt, or Thornton, like, breaks free and, like, absorbs Nidhogg's essence or some crazy mm-hmm. shit like that and becomes the Dragon Knights of the round or some some dumb, weird shit. Because they said this one would be a lot bigger of a what-if than a lot of the, the previous ones, which were also had big what-ifs, but... This one was especially going to to drive that that thought home. Like, if if we were to see like an ultimate climax, like what could it have been, kind of thing. So, uh, I think that's what it's going to be. I was just so I, again, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. So, these bosses, these three enemies, they're the three bosses of the vault. They technically have iterations, eight man iterations inside of the Knights of the Round encounter. But I'm I'm willing to to bend what I consider my interpretation of this enough to say that this is the first time a four man boss, something that is exclusively a boss that is a four man boss, is being used in an eight man ultimate. 
Up to this point, the closest we've had to that is the Primals had four-man versions and eight-man versions, but it really doesn't kind of work out that way. This, for me, is really the first time they're doing that. So I'm going to start allowing that to be incorporated into my ultimate predictions, personally. Okay. So now I'm not going to rule out anymore. If somebody says, oh, what if we start with this boss? I won't be like, oh, well, that one's only four-man. They've never done that. I'll stretch that. I'll stretch that prediction enough with this right here. Huh. Um, but Ultimate was, it's funny that they brought this up because, um, the interviews from this week had a lot to say about Ultimate. Uh, Yoshida in a recent interview, somebody, uh, DM'd me their translation of some of the interviews. And one of them is Yoshiki going over what happened with Ultimate, like why it eventually got delayed. And, uh, mm -hmm. it's an interesting, it's an interesting read because it basically boils down to their eight best players are not on a, a specific Ultimate development team on an ultimate QA team. They have different responsibilities. They just happen to be the eight best players on the dev team. And they use them to QA ultimate on top of their other responsibilities. And because of COVID, they just kept losing time. So much so to the point where the project lead asked for maximum overtime, like to meet whatever his overtime max is to finish it. And Yoshida said no, mm -hmm. because it would be an unhealthy working condition. So... Yoshida is really the one who who essentially delayed it because the team was willing to just say, "We'll just do maximum overtime and we'll get everything done." And he's like, oh, "That doesn't sound like a good idea to me." How do I know? Yep, there's some people who don't see it in that light, and I say, "Fuck them." <laughs> like I like I said before, I don't even fucking address them. Fuck them at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fuck them. It's embarrassing to be in the same room as some of the people who still bitch and moan. Like, the people who bitch and moan be like, it's not delayed, it's cut. And I'm like, explain that. And they're like, well, if we don't get three ultimates in 6.x, that means that they, by delaying this one, they cut another one. And I'm like, that's that's not how that works. That's like, if you, if you if you were to come out and say, like, oh, because we're doing Dragon Song War Ultimate... In 6.1, we were originally going to do Warring Triad, but now we're just not going to do that ever. That would be cut. Yeah. And that's... The dumb people be dumb, man. <laughs> I just don't get it. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. 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 Yeah. So uh, I was appreciative of it, because, uh, man, it's been a crazy year, and having some healthy work conditions sure is a nice thing. Never gonna fault a man for not not trying to overwork his fucking employees to the bone, even if they ask him to. You know what the funny thing is? Knowing this dev team, they're probably working on it in secret still. They just haven't told them. They're just like, hey, listen, he said no, but let's just fucking do it. All right? <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time they've they've done that. They just they just work despite him, and it's like. You said no, but we did it anyway. We just didn't log the hours. Fucking got him. <laughs> this dev team. We don't deserve them. We do not deserve no, them. We don't. And then it was mostly just going over FanFest. How, you know, the events are going to yeah. be, what kind of events are going to be. They actually detailed this on the site a couple days ago. Um, but the live description gives us a little bit more uh, information. Almost every stage event is going to be translated, for example, mm -hmm. since it's around the world. Anything you are really, really kind of geeked up for? Mm, okay, so I've got two things. Okay. One is the live Q&A, because I plan to buy peaches and eat one for every bad question. So that's going to be fun. 
Oh my god. <laughs> we'll take a bite of a peach for every bad question. Although peaches aren't really in season, so I might maybe I have to substitute it for another fruit. They're gonna be in season soon, but they're not they're not quite yet. Can you OTM pages? Oh, we probably will during that fucking Q&A. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe like a peach soda. Or maybe... Somebody suggested those like sour peach rings. If I can't get a fresh peach. I haven't had those in a while. I'm going to die of diabetes if I eat those. <laughs> Either way, we're fucking dead because we're... An dead. onion. <laughs> Just eat a fucking onion. <laughs> so what? So I can cry? I can be crying? You can't tell if I'm crying from the questions or from the onion? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I believe it. Yeah, so so the live Q&A, Q&A is a big one. Um, and I'm, by the way, I'm leaving out the keynote address because that's obvious. Keynote and live letter are like, they're obviously high points for this. And uh, the band performance mm-hmm. is obviously a big one. Um, apparently they don't have the same drummer for this that they normally do, but I, have a, I think yeah, that, yeah, that'll be fine. He's- with his main band. Yeah, yeah, can we bring his main band on? Yo, if this this man drums on here, the main band too. What's going on? Bring them, bring them. We can do a back to back concert. Uh, for me, uh, for me, it's a couple things. Uh, of course, the concert. Uh, I'm kind of hyped for the concert. Um, digitally, the Uznair challenge. I'm kind of wondering what that's going to be like. It's just, you just get to the end of Uznair and share a picture on social. That's all it is. is it? Yeah. And then, they'll, and then winners will get like some sort of in-game reward. I'm more curious what the Moogle trove rewards are for this. I don't think it'll be anything too special because like, you gotta leave but something it's fan for. Fest. I know. What if it's only man. fireworks? Is <laughs> like we need more fucking indigo stars, right? Right. Uh, and then of course, the Aortia Cafe at home. I'm doing that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. You're gonna, see, you're gonna stream it. I might do a video because I really don't want to set up streaming in my kitchen. I really don't want to. But I'm getting an air fryer and I want to make these croquets in the air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see about the other dishes that they have, but I kind of want to use the air fryer on the croquets if uh, that's one of the recipes that they're actually going to be giving us. Um, I've I've had a lot of the Orzia Cafe dishes, and a lot of them are pretty good. So I can't wait to make them worse. Can't wait to try them. I hope they actually do drinks. Yeah, that would be really nice. Their drinks are pretty strong. You can great. get most. You can actually get most of their drink menu and and what they have in them online. You can you can get most of the menu online, right. just not the exact ingredients, but the drinks you should be able to find a list of online. Oh, I can I can science out that shit no problem. You I don't even need to science it. Like, you can you can. I think they literally quite literally have a menu that like that has. I think on the wiki actually on like the Final Fantasy wiki, somebody posted all the, like mm-hmm. whenever they go, they just take the description of it and they post it there. I remember looking at the the okay. wiki menu before going to Japan to see if there were things mm-hmm. that I was like I hundred percent like the samurai drink that I had for example. Um, I remember looking at that in advance. Slides getting that test. Slides like listen, who needs to wait till Fan Fest? Actually, no, but you can you can get them beforehand and then we can have them. When FanFest actually comes around. There you go. Hmm. Yeah, so you can probably find something. Just a Aorzea Cafe drink menu. Shouldn't be enough to find it. 
glamour to life is coming back, and they had to show Foxclaw in that fucking album. Done. See, he's got it. He's got it already. Told you. Mm. A recipe reborn. Mm. <laughs> Sly's intrigued. A lot of them are very sweet. I will tell you that. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. From what I see, yeah, yeah. It's a, mm, well. Okay. Wait, there's literally somebody named a recipe reborn here. I love it. <laughs> that was that was fast. That was very fast. That's not even a new account. That account's like years and years old. That's amazing. I love it. But yeah, that's actually the Eorzea Cafe at home is going to be pretty exciting because I've been doing a bunch of yeah. cooking, both like pre like pre, not pre prepared, but like they send you the prep like the hell like HelloFresh. But I've also been doing my own stuff. I did spaghetti and spaghetti and clam sauce the other the other day. I did homemade. Did you did you see the dumb? I'm gonna go on a tangent because we're getting close to the end of the show anyway. Um, did you see the dumb tweet that I made the other day about about Mexican food? No. I I so I bought uh, they didn't have soft they didn't have like flour tortillas. Yeah. I think I did. So I bought hard taco shells, but they're they're really like you know when you buy hard taco shells at the fucking store, they're ter- like they never work. They're always terrible. They're either stale and you need to heat them up, or they break like super easily. Whatever. So I broke it in half and I just put all the taco stuff on it, and I said, "Oh my god, it's like an open face taco." And then I was like, "Oh, that's like a na- wait." Isn't that nachos? No. And then somebody's like, "Actually, that's a tostada," and that's when I realized that it's all the same, and I don't, and I, and it's impossible for me to come up with the right name for anything. And then somebody sent me a Jim Gaffigan bit about him working at a Mexican restaurant where he was like, oh, the, and everyone just asked me what's, what the ingredients are. And I'm just like, that would be a tortilla with meat, cheese, and vegetables. That would be a tortilla with meat, cheese, and vegetables. That would be a tortilla with meat, cheese, and vegetables. <laughs> by, the fifth, by the fifth item on the menu, he's like, how have you not figured this out at this point? What do you <laughs> think I'm going to say? And I realized that is uh, correct. But it's also delicious, so I don't care. <laughs> don't shake your head at me. And other than that, it ended. There was no guest segment here. It was about two hours and 40 minutes. No. They were straight to the point on this one, like you said. Yeah. The fluff. Just like that. There will be a guest at the Letter from the Producer Live at FanFest, and it is Fan Ishikawa. Everyone's yeah. second... Eh, she's tied for first. Soken was everyone's first until Ishikawa did her first one, and then she became first. Is really what kind of happened, and then it bounces back and forth. Um, in case anyone didn't see, uh, the first ever uh, panel she did was at PAX West, and she got a standing ovation before she said even one word. <laughs> she broke out into tears, and I don't know that we can make her cry digitally. Maybe we can. We can try. We can try. We can try to overwhelm her with thanks, thank yous, Leave and emotion. Leave that again. poor woman alone. We're trying to thank her, Sly, and I don't. But I don't think clapping emotes is going to do the trick. I don't think she's going to see and be like. <laughs> we can try. I think it. What if they? What if they did it? What if they did a panel in Animal Crossing? What? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? They do everything. They do everything else in Animal Crossing. Why can't they like? Are you saying they host the panel from it's like 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 Witta's podcast? Yeah. 
Fine, I'm the one who plays Animal Crossing. Well, played Animal Crossing of the two of us. Yeah. Why are you the one making that reference? Because I know it's... That's what you do. I mean, I don't disagree, because it would probably mean a Final Fantasy XIV collaboration with Animal Crossing, and I'm not against that. But that's kind of... You know what? They're a competitor now. We can't allow that, because we're getting Animal Crossing and Endwalker. So... And we're getting really more Harvest Moon, but that's besides the point. It's fine. Yeah, KK yeah. Sly. <laughs> do you know? Do you know who KK is? He's the yeah, he's KK the dog. Slider. Yeah, KK yeah, you're just KK now. Sly now. That's fine. There you go. Oh, okay. On, on on that note, Sly, I think we've covered everything of major substance in the live letter. I'm sure there's little tidbits that we uh, skimmed over and and didn't touch upon, and I'm sure Ethis will force our show next week to be an extra hour long as he talks about the trailer. But I'm okay with that. He will do a yep. lot of talking next week. <laughs> sure will. <laughs> so uh, with that, any closing regards before we sign off for the day, Sly, so you can get back to your Monster Hunter? Uh, no, just looking forward to all the uh, all the things. Except maybe near. Maybe. It could could be good, Sly. Remember, we are reserving judgment until we play it because we're professionals. Mm. We can say we didn't like it up to this point. We didn't like the story, but we may like it when it's all said and done. (sighs) It's a maybe. It's a a, a solid maybe. It's so fucking hard to be optimistic about it, though. Okay, Sly. Then fine. How about uh, Mac- Magnamallow in fourteen instead? Would that does that would that get you more excited if we had Magnamallow in in Final Fantasy fourteen? That and then we can have um, we can have uh, Nidhog in Monster no, because, Hunter. No, because people people would say it's bullshit. I don't care what they say, Sly. People I'm just, bullshit. I'm just trying like, to bring back. How do you, when, how do you go? How do you go from Wrath to Magnamala? Like that is such a fucking deep cut. That is such. That is such a like. That is such a huge fucking jump. Hell, I would have threw in maybe, maybe Nergi. I don't know, but shit. Nah, 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 nah. Fun. This guy, we got to see because he's recent. Yeah, we get a wire bug duty action. <laughs> <laughs> I will die just as frequently using it as a duty action as I do using it in Monster Hunter. <laughs> it's like, ah, let me do this. <laughs> that was a bad idea. Okay, but at least I can run on walls now. Yep. Yeah, no, let's not. Yeah, let's. I'm just trying to bring back the collaborations that were. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll. I'm pretty sure uh, we'll add another one. What, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Um, successful. No, this is successful. Mm-hmm. Good. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Ah. There you go. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. At least so far, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. With that, um, I don't have any. I don't really have any closing statements either, other than give me. I don't want to wait for part two in May. I don't want to wait. I don't want to have to wait <laughs> for half the story. I'm tired of this idea. I I forego the the desire for my for my story to be split in two. Just give it to me all at once. All right. I can't. I can't. Live with the stress, okay? The stress of having to wait six weeks. You, who knows what could happen in six weeks? Nothing. That could. That is a possibility. Yeah, but I could just have it all at once. 
since your first rodeo, Hap. She I know. But that's the problem. I've been on this rodeo so many times that I just want to skip to the front of the line. So that's Stay of the Realm, everyone. Thank you so much for coming coming out. Uh, we missed you. We missed you again. Uh, the thing is, we we know we haven't been on in a while, and we just don't want we just don't want to have to pull shows out of our ass, even though there's no news. So we'd rather wait for news than to give you a show that comes from our asses. Thanks for putting it like that, Sly. That was intentional. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to give you a show about asses, even though I talked about Zeno's thick booty for not an, for not a small amount of time. You sure did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that being said, if we also didn't get to do any TVGs, because all the weeks we would have done them were when things were coming out. <laughs> Let's do a Monster Hunter one. When? Great question. <laughs> that is a great question. It's like, oh, let's talk about Monster Hunter a, a little bit. Great yeah. question. That is a great question. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could. We could. It's, a, it's a fucking good game. It's yeah, good I have game. some words it's about a, it. It is a, it is a, that is a goddamn game. That's a goddamn game. It sure is. Sure is. When I'm done with Outriders, it'll be back to, well, title update one will be before the end of the month, so. Yeah. That'll be a good thing. Uh, we'll talk about that probably a little bit in the post show before we go back to play it. But we're back for at least mm-hmm. a little bit. I can at least tell you mm-hmm. we have a show this week. Next week is preliminary patch mm-hmm. notes. Following week is patch mm-hmm. first impressions. Following week should be mm-hmm. uh, should be spoiler cast. Following week should be Air Zivia, barring a scheduling conflict. Um, following that should be around fan fest time. Could do either a prediction show or depending on how many weeks that actually is, that might actually be. I don't know. That that week's a question mark. Um, but then we have fan fest shows. We have topic shows. We have a few things. And I've got a few ideas that I'll put into motion probably okay. in the near future. Sounds good. All right. Sounds good. All right. With that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap things up and move on over into post show. Thank you again for watching. Thank you again to our sponsors, Steel Series and Surfshark. So if you would like to enter the giveaways that are normally monthly, but we skipped one, check for the Steel Series one in the description. And if you want to try out Surfshark, Security VPN, protect your information online. Type exclamation mark VPN in the Twitch chat or check the YouTube description over on YouTube. Which is where that would be. Yeah. Yes. Um, also, thank, to, thank you to our sponsors over on Patreon who have been supportive, <laughs> whose names are not there because my fucking scene is completely broken. I will try to get those out. If, if I'm saying this and they're there, that's because I added them in post. Just be well aware of that because I don't know what the hell happened with OBS a month ago, and, but I know I never fixed it because if we didn't do a show for a month after that. So I will uh, I will get that fixed. Thank you to them for being patient. Thank you to them for supporting us. And uh, you're awesome. Thank you to our patrons, patrons of darkness. Well, by the way, we'll go back to being patrons of light quite soon because we won't be the warrior of darkness yeah. anymore. So mm-hmm. they they don't they don't get a say in this. They don't get to choose. This isn't this isn't D and D like we had. This is there's there's one there's one title. So thank you to Kuja Cross right. on Genova and Kernaioni both for going above and beyond. Above and beyond. With that, Sly, what are you up to, and where can they find you at? I'm not changing the scene because I'm so afraid of it fucking breaking. Don't even fucking not doing it. What am I up to? I'm I'm fucking hunting. 
We are fucking hunting. But outside of that, you can find me at twitch.tv slash sly, aka Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. Besides us hunting, which we're gonna get, be getting back to after this. Um Ooh! Station WSLY. Saturday is a first fucking Saturday. And we we actually planned this uh a month ago, but uh I'll go ahead and post it in the chat. We our first Saturday if you haven't guessed is Monster Hunt Monster Hunter based. So if you are on Primal, we want to see your best hunter glam. I mean you can throw on the rattle of stuff too. If you want to be simple, that's fine. But I want to see your best take on a Monhung Glam in 14. So come on out. Love to have you. It's going to be good music as usual. Uh, Primal, Behemoth, Shuragane, Ward 2, Plot 60. Line starts officially at 7. Doors open at 8. Come ready to have a good time. I know I will. And, yeah, other than that, just fucking haunting. And that's me. Perhaps what you been up to? Where can they find you if they... Already didn't fucking know, and they live under a rock. My, my, my man just said you basic if you bring the raffle of shit. My, my man just said, "Yo, you basic." All right, you can show up, but you basic. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. If you want, if you want to be late sometimes, I don't feel like putting together a fucking over the top lamb. I'll be basic. I don't give a shit. If you wanna, if you wanna just stick to the raffle of slam, do that. But you did just oh, literally call him basic you. in that sentence. No, I didn't. Come at, come like you want to. Even if it's basic. Alright. Mr. Happy, you can find me, uh, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. And actually when I say Instagram, I mean it because I've actually been posting a lot of food pics on Instagram as of late, whether it be my own recipes or the ones that I've been getting discounted from HelloFresh. Friggin' HelloFresh sent me like Three coupons in three different individual boxes for Aloha's food. For, with a Petco. I don't even understand how that collaboration comes to happen. But I get discounted orders, so I figured it was worth a shot. And on top of that, I'm going to make uh, like a pound and a half of Big ZD at some point in the next few days. Because I want to get oh, that, just that, that slice with like, the sausage and the ground beef and the, and the ZD and the ricotta and the mozzarella. And, oh, that's... I'm all about that. Okay. I'm all about that. And also, Mel got me a two-pound gummy worm, and people thought it was a dildo on Twitter. So I have that right here. They were like, they were like, that's a weird way for people to, (laughs) my favorite thing somebody said was, that's a weird way to tell people you got a bad dragon in the mail. And I'm like, you know what? That's a good joke. That's a good joke. It says gummy bear on it, but you know what? That's, that's a good joke. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna let people know that that joke was made, that it's on my Twitter, because it was funny. All right, that's it. Yeah, that, that's a gummy worm ribbed for your pleasure. That's all it is. So there you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can prove it's edible, but that doesn't stop people's suspicions. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> Saying something's edible doesn't stop it from being a sex toy is the ultimate lesson that I learned here. Okay. So that's fine. Okay. It's good, though. It's fine. So I just wanted to share that joke with you and uh, videos. I'll do some videos in a little bit. I got I got some videos I'm going to make. I got a video here, a video there. Yeah, I got a few ideas. And I also be hunting. I'm a hammer hunter. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Also sword and shield. I'll be on Gunlands once I get my Almadron set finished. Nice. 
Nice. Yeah. Outriders is out right now, too. We have Saga Frontier Remastered, Near Replicant, Pokemon Snap, Patch 5.5. All this month. Tight has month. Jesus. Yeah, not to mention May has Resident Evil. That's your territory, though. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's, that's Vampire Mommy. Anyway. So anyway, yeah. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, on that note, we're going to move on into a short post show. That scene is also all sorts of fuck. This is going to be blue in the back and all the names. Everything's broken. I don't know why I'll fix it. So thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week for our preliminary patch note show. So thanks, everyone, and we'll see you then. Until then, be safe and have a good one. Take care. See you next week. God, what a basic screen. And I always say I'll do things in post, but then I don't because I'm like trying to like okay, it's like this is going to take two hours to render, and then <laughs> and then at the end of that, at the end of it, you're like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm I'm just gonna leave it. <laughs> well, no. So the last time I tried to make a post a post uh, show edit, the render I went to render it overnight and it broke in the middle of the night. So the only way for me to get it posted that day was to then... This was actually... I think the Sphia show this happened. Hmm. So I... It fucked me. Basically. Yeah. So like I need... Yeah, I need I need up-to-date screenshots regardless. So that'll be good for that. And also, funny thing, I did the chat before the show. Um, OBS broke at some point five minutes before the show started and undid that because it resets it to a previous state. Hell of a time. Sly's going to be Vampire Daddy when Ari comes out. What if Jennifer becomes Vampire Mommy? Please. What do you mean, please? Yeah, please. That's what I was asking. Never. Why not? Never. Come on. Come on. She's just Jennifer. Step on me, Jennifer. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Sly, see, look at this fucking thing. Mm. I wish you could see hats mm. just biting into this, this shit right now. But you know what was funny? I tweeted about it, and a lot of the tweets were pretty funny. But stripping was e- just like, eat it, you won't. I'm like, why are you so passionate about this stripping? <laughs> Eat it, you won't. <laughs> you won't. He saw the he saw the long gummy worm, and he's like, I have to get involved in this. <laughs> it's not gummy bear. It's a gummy worm. If it was a gummy bear, there would be less jokes about it. Oh, my fat cat plush finally shipped. By the way, yesterday it shipped. Nice. It's finally time. Swallowing it whole. Bro, the fucking meme template is so good. I fucking love it. Have you been on my Twitter today? <laughs> yes. Oh my fucking god, it's so you, good. You have just opened you have just opened up Reddit and Twitter to just explode. Right it's now. such a good picture to do a meme template of. Honestly, there's like four or five really good ones. But all I, t- I tweeted, new meme template, get to it. And it did not take the internet long to deliver. A lot of people have really mm-hmm. awkward ones, but at the very least, I appreciate that it's being used. 
Uh, you say that now. You, you say this now. I mean, yeah, I am saying it now. That's what... This is like that scene... It's like that scene give from it, Avengers. Give it a day. Give it a day. And you'll regret this. I mean, it's already been almost 12 hours. Oh, not since this happened, though, but to be fair. Right. But it's such a... It's so good. It's just... I mean, to be fair, one of them has Xenos's ass with, the, with Juicy on it. Juicy on it. Yeah, I saw that one. Although, yeah, that one... <laughs> And I was like, yep, that's it. That's what I was talking. It's funny because, you know, literally the two tweets right next to each other I got is somebody doing that with Xenos and somebody doing that with 2B. Literally, like, back to back, I got I got those two tweets. And I'm like, all right, that's that's fitting. That's that's very, very fitting as far as I'm concerned. Juicy. <laughs> It's the only reason why Xenos' fat ass was even on my mind for the show is because of this tweet. I'm telling you, man, I don't know why they why they did this. Why did they do this? Give me a good reason. <laughs> I just don't know why they made him so thick. That's it. <laughs> God damn it. It's alright. Oh, man. Dude, Rise is messy. Dude, I will say one thing about Rise. It feels mm-hmm. like they forgot to finish it. <laughs> when you no. when you finish Narwha, it's just like, oh. World World definitely did Xenojiva better in terms of getting you there than I felt like Rise did getting you to Narwha. How do you mean? It felt more, so. So I would describe World as feeling like more like I played through a single player campaign, and, Ma, and this feeling more like I played through a bunch of missions and got a couple of cutscenes along the way, which is a lot more from what I understand. Like the old Monster you didn't Hunter get games, cutscenes. You got bars. You got hot fucking bars in those cutscenes. I uh, no, I mean like the ones that were actually cutscenes and not the oh intro the cut oh scenes. the cutscenes. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas World, as much as I hate Zora Magdaros, it it just felt like a more fully developed initial single player experience. But I think the, I think the end, it's weird because the vanilla the vanilla end game in World was fucking awful, and this is already better than that at the very least. <laughs> Even though this it feels like it's missing something, it feels better. And, and the rampage is just so good. I don't the, agree the with that at I, all. I don't like. I rampage. think it's just okay. Like, oh. <laughs> They're better than Zora Mag. They're better than Sieges. They're better than Sieges. But the thing is, you're incentivized to not stay on an installation and actually do something. So it's not like you're, okay, it's just fucking tower defense. Just stay on this cannon. Just just stay on this ballista. Maybe turn it into a cannon. Maybe go and use the uh, the Dragonator. That's it. No, you have incentive to actually get off off your ass and go do something. That's what makes it so interesting. Uh, I I do and I don't. So when the counter signal is up, I'm willing to get off of the, the ballista and, and go. And that's what I mean. Yeah, but and, when I'm, and some people don't even know that. Yeah, because like you literally hit for like for like four digits, like super easy with like with the two handed mm-hmm. weapons. It's very easy to bonk something like almost instantly. Um, but unless the biggest thing is if if almost all of my missions are to use ballistas, I'm stuck until I finish all those missions, which really annoys the shit out of me. So, like, if I get repel using ballista, repel using cannon, uh, 
Elemental Blight, I hate. You know, you, everybody hates it, but it's actually easier than you think because people don't pick up shinies. Like, yeah, the shinies are, you just literally put the shinies at the gate, and then they just blow them off. Yeah. And, yeah, and then you, they just, that's how you That's your blight. Yeah. I tried to do it with Sword and Either. Shield with uh, Drill Slash, because Drill Slash is specifically for doing elemental damage and for applying blights, and they died too quick. Mm-hmm. I was like, motherfucker, stop dying! I'm trying to inflict blights! Get out of here! Yeah, like, either that or my wire bug or a element, uh, elemental discharge will just one-shot fucking anything on, on a counter signal. Yep. It sure will with the hammer, my uh, overhead slam, which, by the way, has replaced for my favorite move. It's no longer the spinning attack. It's 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 the wire bug, the upward, where you yep. go up and then come back mm-hmm. down. Because the fully charged one hits twice. Yep. So it's uh, it's a hell of a bonk, man. I'm I'm all about that bonk. Um, but yeah, I mean, the most ramp, the most fun I had with a rampage was somebody triggering, I think, like a seven minute counter signal on Ibushi, and fighting. We actually fought him entirely in the hallway between Camp One and Camp Two. We didn't. So you didn't even get to the second camp. He didn't get to the second camp because when we started hitting him in the hallway, he stopped going for the gate. He's. I think he went for it towards the end, like when he was almost dead, but. That was more fun than than actually doing the fucking rampage. But the rampages, I think, I feel like the rampages have so much potentials in terms of monsters. Like if you and, and Lav and I were just talking about this, if they put like a fucking Laoshan Long in fucking rampage, and it's just this huge ass monster, like probably probably as big as Ibushi or Narwa. And it's just slowly but surely crawling its way. Like, that would be fucking interesting. That, I mean, that, that sounds like Zora Magros. <laughs> everyone tells me Zora Magros is I the mean, worst Lao Shen. That's what everyone always tells me. It, yeah. it, it is. It really is. Like, Lao, at least Lao was fucking interesting. Zora Magros is just... Yeah. Zora Magros is there's yeah, a Nergigante, yeah. and you don't want it. You don't want anything to do with it. You, you don't have to do it. And no. That's it. You can just it completely ignore Nergigante. And that's the thing. You get on Zora Magnaros, you, you pop a few zits, and then you get off and fire. fire and then you have the people who just gather ore the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I'm just, it's definitely for me the inferior game mode to just fighting things. I just wish Ibushi wasn't in a rampage. Like, the way Narwa... I like that Narwa has the installations as part of the fight, but mm-hmm. I don't care for the actual rank. Ibushi, Ibushi will um, more than likely be an actual hunt. Oh, yeah, without Ibushi a doubt. Ibushi will be it. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think, again, the skeletons... Both skeletons lead me to believe that Amat- Amaterasu will... Not Amaterasu. Um, Amatsu, excuse me. Amatsu will definitely be there because they're they're both Amatsu skeletons. So having a like big big ass Amatsu in that same arena was going to be so much fun. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, I, I'll probably equate that to Saf versus Zeno, essentially mm-hmm. the same kind of, I guess, retooling. I think that's mm-hmm. fair enough, just without the sieges, because. I I really don't. I mean, Sieges and Iceborne were better. Like, Saf, Saf and, and Kolv and Iceborne are better than Kolv and mm-hmm. not Iceborne, but I don't. I just... I just want to bonk some shit, man. Do some, like, weird or cool mechanics. Don't make me fucking do the fight three times or, but like... Monst- okay, monsters, like, the newer monsters have really... I, I feel like they did a good job with the newer monsters in the fact that they are 
they're unique. They, some even actually have mechanics like Rakna. Rakna is an adaptive monster. If you, like, if you haven't realized that, it adapts to what you do or what you hit it with. And I thought that is one of the best design monsters. Yeah, but I don't need a rampage to do that. I'm fine with the monsters. I just don't want to do them in rampages. Like, I don't want to fight apex mobs in rampages. I want to fight apex mobs in the rest of the game. Yeah. Just not in rampages. That's the thing. We'll probably get that option. I we we'll, fucking we'll, better. We'll get that, we'll get that option. You know, I accidentally yeah, queued into an arena match mm-hmm. that uh, the, so so there are some random missions that take place in the arena that aren't arena matches, mm-hmm. and somebody somebody's like, oh, I'm just gonna post this, and I think it was Narg, Tigrex, and Tobikadachi. and I'm <laughs> not gonna lie, I've kind of forgotten Tobikadachi's in this game. <laughs> like I think a lot of people do. He's present, but I have paid no things. mind to Tobikadachi at all, other than getting his carapace, I think, for bolt jewels. Yeah. That's about it, or whatever the thing is. I've literally been like, oh Tobikadachi's right. Right. Yeah, that's fine. You know what's funny? In yeah. in Dauntless, I don't mind. Uh, escalations as much as I mind rampages. I like escalations better than rampages because and because you're it's different. It's not. It is a lot different. Defense, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, lot. It's it is. It is a lot different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a very. It's a very different thing. I don't mind taking ten minutes to get there. I just mind when people die on the second escalation. <laughs> Ah, first double escalation, 90% danger. This is exactly what I signed up for. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, boy. All right, with that slide, I'm going to let you get back to your monster hunting. Get back to the hunts. Get back to the hunt, and I'm going to go to the grocery store. That's what I'm going to go to. Sounds like a plan. Yes, it is. It is indeed a plan. All right, everyone. Sly's going to be streaming Monster Hunters, so I'm going to send you guys over there, and I'll be back tomorrow with Outriders. So, Sly, enjoy your hunting. And I'll talk to you later, sir. I will. Okay, bye-bye, everyone, and Sly. Bye. Bye. Okay, I hung up on him. Bye-bye.